Life's funny, the way it throws stuff at you. Just when you think you've got it made and everything's just hunky-dory, something happens. The garage door falls off on your car, or your boss tells you you're being transferred to Detroit, or maybe your best friend is more fond of your girlfriend than you. It happens. You kind of have to roll with it. But all around the world, kids are dealt some pretty rough cards from time to time, and they can't just roll with it. Cancer doesn't just up and go away. Serious injuries don't just heal themselves. Fortunately, when things get serious for kids, there's a Children's Miracle Network hospital waiting to help, regardless of their family's financial situation. The third annual Extra Life 24-hour video game marathon provides direct support for the Children's Miracle Network Hospital in your town. And we need your help to ensure local kids have the best care and equipment standing by just in case life throws itself in harm's way. Visit extralife.sarcasticgamer.com now, sign up, and join the RP Gamer team and make a huge difference in your community on October 16th, the third annual Extra Life video game marathon from RP Gamer and our friends at Sarcastic Gamer. Thank you for your support. Kids. Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 140 for the week of August 7th, 2010. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's the week of erudite speaking at RPG Cast. So. <laughs> With uh, okay, so are we I starting think. this over? No. As long as you're not going Shatner on me, we're good. Twenty ten, in the week of August seventh. No, Star Trek date. August seventh two zero two zero one zero. Okay, that that's fine. But I draw the line at sleeping with that many alien women. Ooh. But he did want to go to Ryza. I did. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't let me land. One thing he wanted to do, and he couldn't, he couldn't, do, couldn't it. do it. <laughs> Had to get and lucky that's rise, though, why Star it. Trek Online fails. I'm your host, Chris Privateer. As you can hear, I've got a bunch of other people here to make fun of me. First off is Michael Tidwell. I always make fun of him. That's right. Second is Anna Marie Neufeld. Complete with Horgon. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> Emmanuel Marino. <laughs> Who has no idea what we're talking about or showing up on the show anymore? Oh, I was muted. <laughs> Firmly planted in the original series. Say what? That was my line. You well, introduced me. I said firmly planted in the original series. Firmly planted in the original series because he likes. Oh, rise up for me. All right. No. Oh, oh yeah, oh, I said it. Was not mentioned it in there. the original series? Yeah, I guess it wasn't. Oh. Hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. carry on. Yeah. Uh, we got a um, a medium-sized show for you today. I'm not going to say big show, but it's not a small show. So so is it the big chicken or the really big chicken? What? Jack in the it's box. the egg, duck. Uh, we don't have Jack uh, in the Box here, so I don't get to see those. Oh, you're weak and I don't want to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, I know. And, yeah, and I'm hungry, And I'm too. Canadian, so I'm just going to throw eggs at you some more. <laughs> okay. Is that what they do in Canada nowadays? They throw eggs at people? Well, no, he's like, do you have the big chicken or the really chick bacon, big chicken? I said, it's the egg, duck, split. Oh, you just Canada had bad split. jokes in Canada. All right. Yes. I, I, I okay. We're good then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I just couldn't understand it. <laughs> uh, what, Manny? I said, this isn't rocket surgery, man. Yeah, that's right. It isn't uh, rocket yeah, surgery. Yeah, it's not rocket surgery. Come <laughs> on, guys. Oh, man, it is August, which means nothing is going on in the world of video games. So I'm dependent on you guys to give me stuff to talk about. And you gave me a couple things. 
So first off, I've got an email from uh, Sneaky Pudding. What the heck was that? She said, "Yay, Sneaky Pudding." Sneaky Pudding. He says, "Sneaky Pudding here, not sticky." Although that's pretty hilarious too. My voice has run off thanks to sickness, so it's email time. Yeah, it's a continuing roll pudding conundrum. Ha! He he put ha in caps. So now a comment was made in last week's show that SMT games or dungeon crawlers in general are moving away from a first-person perspective. Although I'm half behind that thinking, the bigger half feels that the SMT and Devil Survivor being put on 3DS ought to stick to first person. The obvious reason being solidarity and consistent design, because no hardcore developer admits defeat as a designer that easily. The handheld SMT titles stick to first person, and it hasn't failed them. Etrian Odyssey as well, on that note. The potentially less obvious reason is that is the 3D effects capability. Encounters and backgrounds alike popping out of the screen sounds completely amazing and might even redefine the first-person dungeon crawl experience, at least for a newer generation. So for the SMT players on the show, would you prefer the 3DS titles switching perspectives, or are you with me in hoping that 3D-enhanced first-person dungeoning will come to light? Sneaking away. Apparently that's his sign-out line. I hate first-person dungeon crawlers. I don't like fantasy. I think Michael is the only one who likes them. Shining in the darkness. I don't like EO. I don't like. I think Michael's the only one that we've got on today that actually likes them. They're awesome. They're awesome. (laughs) And I I mean, a little bit of. But Michael's the one person who can't get excited about this. I don't get excited nine in the morning. No, you can't get excited about the 3DS's effect on first-person dungeon crawls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was the question. Lack like, of depth That's perception. the ironic part. It's like, well, the one person who can be excited can't be. Yeah, so you're kind of the wrong week for your letter here, Sneaky. <laughs> I don't know. A little bit of both would be fine. A little bit of both. So you or, want to yeah, switch like the the game? I'm not saying, oh my God, don't make any first person games because I totally hate them and thus my needs should be. I mean,. I don't know. I grew up playing Duke Nukem and well, Doom. Well, the question it's not was, like I'm not used should to the... they stick to first person on the 3DS? I think it would sell less. You think it would sell less yeah. than, it, than it is on the regular DS? They don't have that so... many first person games on the DS. <laughs> but they, okay, but the ones they have, if they were to put them on the 3DS, should they stick to first person or do something okay. different? EO, like should, a... EO should stay with first person. It's always Absolutely. been. Simnugami Tensei isn't all first person. It seems like they the reason why it was their first person on the DS was due to technical limitations. What technical limitations? What that they didn't have that they couldn't create this bas- like they couldn't create the kind of world they wanted like they did in uh, Nocturne. No, EO was oh okay, you're talking about ASMT. Why wouldn't you be able so to do that on the EO DS? Was specifically to be first person. I, ca- I can't imagine what limits you to do a 3D world on the DS, considering how and many people have done it. And you weren't limited to first person only in Nocturne. Right, it was that's an his option. point. We mean, what third person... No, I'm just, like, what do you mean, what limitations? Unless you want to look like Dragon Quest, I can see a lot of limitations. Yeah, but that's not a limitation. Wait, what's wrong with Dragon Quest? Yeah. Because that's not what the Shin Megami style is. You just change the, art, the color palette, and it's Shin Megami Tensei. You use a lot of purple. I mean, this ah. isn't hard. <laughs> Uh, not really, because that chibi design would never fit in with the, with the mainline series. You're saying there's no way to design a head on a small character to not make it look chibi? I'm saying it I'm would look like crap. Uh, uh. Devil Survivor says hi. 
Is it right, Survivor third person? No. Oh. But it's an SMT game on the DS with small graphics and the people aren't chibi. No, I thought we were talking about mainline series, not side stuff. See, this thing just gets so confusing. Just Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Are we doing I, well yet? Yeah, I guess I think, not. I think we don't understand the question well. The, the question is should the yeah, first, yeah. Should the first is right. person dream different questions being answered right now. Like Anna's answering one, I'm answering another one, and you guys are answering something else. And Michael's sitting there having a snooze. You guys are scary. <laughs> yeah, we are all three of us are talking about three different things. Next question. <laughs> it was a very simple question. <laughs> but, all right. Uh, next question from Logan says, I can't believe how much you guys ripped on the Tales series in your last podcast. Obviously, you don't listen to the podcast much. The one guy complained about whiny characters in Abyss. It starts that way, yes, but as is the case with all tale game, Tales games, it takes place over a long period of time, three years for that game, and the characters mature and change quite a lot. That's generally viewed as a good thing. Can't just go into it with them all being awesome from the first five minutes. Where would the growth be then? <laughs> Tales of Legendia was mentioned. Anyone familiar with the series knows that one is crap due to a different developer it was also odd that you all seem to like symphonia symphonia more recent games such as abyss and vesperia are very similar just improved in various ways so that really made no sense to me also what was up with all the sakaguchi hate blue dragon was a killer game he had great character designs oh my gosh i can't believe he just said that good turn-based battle system and a very final fantasy-ish class system figured you guys of all people would like that that uh, their other big game, Lost Odyssey, is among the best RPGs of this generation. Everything from voice <laughs> acting to playability, it's freaking sad, too, in a good way, not an overly melodramatic way. I suppose the point of this ranting is just not getting why RPG staples like the Tales series and Sakaguchi are getting beat up on in this type of podcast of all places, yet you all seem to be obsessed with SMT in Castlevania? Aside from these transgressions, still happy to have a podcast at least somewhat geared to RPGs, so thanks for all the time you put into it. <laughs> okay. I don't know I'm going to say start. my bit first. Where do we even start here? I'm, I'm going right, to jump in and go. say my bit first. One, I don't like Castlevania. Yeah, right. Castlevania's I don't boring. even like Metroidvania. Uh, okay, two, you don't get to talk I've... anymore. <laughs> you be quiet. It's my turn. <laughs> if you don't like Metroid, you're done. Okay. Uh, I mean, if you've listened to the previous podcast where I've talked about Tales, I'm pretty much zoned out of the conversation at this point because I've said my piece about Tales, and I feel like I'm repeating myself too often to the people that regularly listen. I've played three different Tales games, four if you count Symphonia. They just weren't my thing. I don't hate the series. I don't think it's terrible. I don't think that people who hate it are stupid. It's just not my shtick. Not your shtick. All right, Michael, go. Um, Metroid's awesome. I don't like Castlevania. I don't like Tales games. And Sakaguchi didn't design the characters. Toriyama did. Well, yeah, but um, what's worse is they're not great character designs. They're Toriyama's standard character design set. Well, Toriyama hasn't made a new character design in forever, so I I honestly think he just has the same piece of paper he gives to each game. No. Maybe he redraws it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> it's the I mean, same yeah, thing. Yeah, he hasn't changed the style. I mean, Dragon Quest Nine has the exact same what style. What style? There's no style change. The Toriyama style. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon I Quest mean, Nine looks like Dragon Quest Eight. Looks like Dragon Ball. Looks like everything else. Yeah. Looks like every and, game with a dragon in it, basically, huh? But and at the same time, like that's deliberate. At the same time, it's deliberate, and at the same time, yeah, it's good There's and bad. There's nothing wrong with if that. If you like it, it's great to have the same exact character designs again. Right. <laughs> Which I do. So All I right. go nom, so nom, nom. Go. As nom, long nom, as nom. four million people oh, like yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And I'm one of the few people that end up defending Blue Dragon on the podcast, but it isn't because I think it's a super special, awesome game. I like it because there's French dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember hating on Sakaguchi. But I mean, seriously, we were making fun There's of him because of last story G- being the last forums. Uh, Lost Odyssey, I, from what I've played, is good. Uh, I haven't finished it though. Blue Dragon, I didn't play. I've heard you know myriad things like it doesn't get good till the end and stuff and like Oliver that. Oliver was born then. And what? Oliver was born then. Oliver was born in it. Yes, that's right. That's that was. Um, it. I liked Blue Dragon. I just didn't finish it, so I didn't like it that much. Um, I like Lost Odyssey a lot. I don't remember why. I had to stop for reviews, and I haven't gone back to it. But yeah. the only problem I hated with that was they come out with this nice, fun little ring system that you get to learn. Yeah. And then the more you get to progress your characters, the less you use the ring system. <laughs> because then you're like, oh, I'm going to use all these AOE attacks and magic attacks and special abilities. Oh, I never actually get to use the rings ever again. Well, oh. that was fun. And the other relevant point, in case we're oversimplifying this, is everybody likes the first Blue Dragon Nobody likes all the crap knockoffs that have happened since. No, no. not everybody likes the first People Blue Dragon. People don't really like the first no. Blue Dragon either. Yeah, that's that's okay. common sentiment as well. well. It's not universal that everybody likes the first one. I think a fair <laughs> amount of <laughs> <laughs> Like she completely revises it. her opinion. Now. Oh, she's got to change my opinion. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, people didn't consider it much beyond mediocre. Like a little bit beyond mediocre. So Okay, but I mean all much. of us played it and didn't hate it. How about that? I didn't play it. I didn't what? hate it. I played a demo. Uh, I thought you did. That's why I haven't said much about it. So um, the same Wait. with the Tales games. I haven't said much about the Tales games because I haven't played them. But can uh, I respond to that part where they get, where I get criticized? Oh yeah, yes. hi. Go ahead, Manny. Sorry. All right, that one guy. You were, you were about so Manny. quiet. I forgot you were here. Be quiet. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that one guy complained about whiny characters in Abyss. It starts that well, yes, but it's the case of all two. Like, first of all, number one, okay, I, I take exception to the fact that a game can't be awesome in the first five minutes. It can only get awesome like maybe twenty hours into it. Like, and um, number thirteen, t- the world ends with you. Has uh, immature well, characters, but they're not irritating. Well, just well, number yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, the character if the if the character makes you want to pull your hair out. For like and you, and you wait, but, uh, uh, just the the very idea that this guy I have to listen to him and I hate him, but it's okay because he'll be he'll become a good strongly developed character in fifteen to twenty hours. But in in the meantime, you have to listen to him and hate right. him the whole time. So what's more annoying, whiny character or squall? <laughs> <laughs> Is there? I guess a that depends difference? how much you like act. Yeah, I was gonna say squall was pretty whiny. Yeah, but he didn't talk much. So he kept his whining to himself unless you pushed him. Right. Uh, okay. Know, how about Cloud boring. then? Cloud didn't talk at all. Cloud was just screwed up in the head. Exactly. So is that was that less or more annoying than the whiny character? Less. Less annoying. Okay. Yes. So. The only time Cloud really got annoying was in the live stream where he's like talking about babbling and nonsense. Well, and you're because like, it okay, wasn't translated into English. It wasn't really translated into anything. So. And you know, this idea of character growth seems so one-dimensional. He was once whiny. Now he's not whiny. He grew as a character. Yeah. 
<laughs> for Cloud? Cloud never grew no, up. No, no, no. I mean, just like this abyss thing. <laughs> the character was just terrible. The whole thing was, ugh. Oh, and yeah, you know, and if a game isn't awesome in the first five minutes, honestly, it better be something awesome is. as soon as you turn it on. <laughs> yeah, because I could go play something else that is, right? I can't. Yeah. I mean, there's too much, there's the too much selection time. here. I mean, we powered through. <laughs> that's the problem with these games that get good or changed later on. It's like, you know, that used to work because it's the only thing we had. Now yeah. we don't. <laughs> so I don't right, know. Right, and I mean, the problem isn't even necessarily a quality thing. The problem is, is a lot of these games games don't have a good hook in the first thirty minutes. Yeah, and I think that most of the Tales games, with maybe the exception of Symphonia, suffer from that problem. Mm-hmm. You have to stick it out because there's nothing that's going to, you know, go rumph. Rumph. Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I mean, they go wonder- back to my example of the world ends with you. I mean, within thirty minutes, you're like, whoa. And that's a hook. You're like, you're thinking, I'm going to finish this. You already know. Never did. The first 30 minutes. I'm seeing this. Yeah, you're a freak. No, I got to day five. I'm like, this is stupid. You're a freak. In what? World ends with you. He doesn't like the world ends with you. You're like the only one, Michael. I know. I've tried (laughs) it. Which is weird. There's two games that you're playing at the same time, and it still can't keep you interested. I love that. Which one? What? The the top screen and the bottom screen. Oh. It's it's just meh. Yeah. <laughs> the whole story just did not click with me. I was like, whatever, there's stuff and then well, it's all and... about fashion, right? So, you know. I know, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> I go to work in a t shirt and shorts. I... It's it's not designed for your generation. Um it really isn't. <laughs> it's designed yeah. for a younger generation who who Thanks. have fun pause. more depressed. All right, so I I'm only like two years younger than you. <laughs> Six. Oh, right. Never mind. <laughs> so I love this. Um, Glenn in the chat room p- picked up on the Toriyama th- uh, thing. He says he, uh, he, he must, he, he's talking about Toriyama. I think he uses the manatees. His template is like X number of body parts on an animal. So you get a, a tiger with three heads or a bull with four feet. And that's how he designs. So every monster in Blue Dragon was like that. Um, oh, and he meant four back legs, not four feet. So... Is that is that is that match up with how we think Toriyama does monster designs? I thought they just, just roll I don't a die. That's funny. How many, how many <laughs> limbs should this character should this animal have? <laughs> ah, seventeen and a half. All right. None of them. It's Done. a poo snake. That's a poo snake. Zero yeah. poo snake. Zero <laughs> poo snake. That was a turn off too. Well done. All right, and that's all I've got. Um, let's see. I didn't have a. Uh, yeah, I need more. I need more stuff to pick from. So, uh, I, you know, I need a. You know, it takes a. It takes a good amount of uh, feedback for me to be able to pick a, a bunch of stuff that'll flow well for a show. So I need you guys to be posting more stuff, email more letters, and sending more voicemails. So, um, can you do that by emailing us at podcast at armpitgamer dot com? You could also send us an MP3 attachment if you'd like me to play that um, as your voicemail, essentially. You could also um, post on the forums at board.rpgamer.com. You can find the link to this week's show thread by going to rpgamer.com slash rpgcast and hit the discuss button for the latest episode. And then that'll jump you right into the thread and you can leave us some feedback there. Or you can call us at our voicemail at 608-729-4098 and then I can play your stuff right here on the show. And a show. So nothing worth reading, reading in the comments this week? Uh, no, not really. Um, okay. Though I didn't really want to say it like that, so thanks for <laughs> putting that up to me. 
Um, Seraphim tried to have a discussion about some things that we could touch on, I suppose. Uh, what did she say here? Uh, I have to find it now. It's not on my... Uh, it's not on my sheet. I have an entertaining Seraphim anecdote, though. Oh, what's that? I was talking with him about uh, the Cataclysm beta. And, like, Seraphim's a guy? We- Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. <coughs> I think so. You think so? All right. Now I'm not sure. All right. What were you talking to Seraphim about? Uh, we were talking about the World of Warcraft beta, and they linked to one of those WoW comics. Yeah. Um, where the Tauren was getting the pest control achievement. And I guess his significant other is a very big fan of rats. Okay. And thus did not want to get the pest control achievement. Ah. And upon entering a dungeon, inadvertently killed a rat Aww. with her AOE and got pest control. It was very saddened by the Aww. fact that they got the achievement. Yep. Uh, Seraphim did post a little bit talking about uh, how Kerrigan's voice actors changed and complained that uh, a lot of wizard, uh, wizard, a lot of Blizzard voice actors and actresses changed for their important characters. Very annoying, and I agree with you there, Seraphim. I wish they would kind of stick with some of the original voice actors. I like them better. Um, also pointed out that uh, Secret uh, Legend of Mana was a good game. Says I, uh, it doesn't live up to Secret of Mana or what I've played of Densetsu Two, but it was still a great game. My only real problems at it, it with it were the difficulty, length, and multiplayer which I read that and I'm like, well, what did you like about it then? But um, <laughs> Secret of Mana's best asset was that what was that you played it with two friends. Uh, Legend has multiplayer, but you can't switch it on in the fly like Secret of Mana. Not only that, but only two-player. Uh, so you can jump. So basically it has two-player and uh, it was very easy. And, and so you, I don't know. <laughs> Goes on to talk about it, but none of it seems to really praise it. So I, I wasn't really sure what to make of that. Um, the length was maybe 30 hours, far too short. I would say far very right because the game wasn't that good, so it should be short. <laughs> and when it ends, it feels like it, there was much more you wanted to do and see. Um, yep, um, and I have a feeling that if it was 30 hours longer, that you still would feel that way and then feel sad it was 30 hours longer. But uh, the whole f- game felt like that. If they added another 30, 60 hours worth of content, Seraphim says... Um, it would be one of the top 10 or top 20. And I don't know that the... Another how many more hours of content? 30 to 60 hours. Okay. I think the problem I, that Legend I'm, of Mana had was... like, Obviously, they didn't have that content there. They, they didn't even hit the dream with the original 30 hours. 30 to 60 hours would have been additional cost put into a game that wasn't going to do that well. But what, Anna? Right. I think the problem is, is that... Legend of Mana suffers from the same problem that Chrono Cross did. There was a bunch of games that all came out around that time that sort of suffered from this, is that it's not the sequel people expected. Yep. It wasn't necessarily that Legend of Mana was a bad game. it was a shallow game. It was. Oh, it certainly was. But I, I liked it. Like, you know, if you take a game as it is, without that expectation of Secret of Mana was so freaking awesome. And I expect The Legend of Mana to be so freaking awesome. It's just a game that it's by no, the end, I, like here, so I, awesome. I wish there was but more. But it's not a bad game. Because it was missing a lot. It just right. wasn't, it wasn't chunky enough. Right. They needed more. It, it's not that they needed 30, 60 more hours of content. They needed the content they had to be better and deeper. Relevant, yeah. So, and but I mean, I think 
part of the reason that people ripped on it as hard as they did was it's not Secret of Mana. Well, yeah. I mean, what's up with that? Why don't they just make another game that's like Secret of Mana? Is, what is so hard about that? I don't, I don't know, get that. Feels like Did they, they try that on the Game Boy Advance and fail? Was that what that Heroes was? No, or Legends? No. Or whatever? There was two on the DS, sorry. The one that was more like a Secret of Mana game. Sword of Mana? No, so, no not Sword. Sword no. was a Secret of Mana game. Um, there was Dawn of Mana. The one where you actually... Uh, the action game, not the real-time strategy game. That would be Dawn of Mana. No, maybe. No, Dawn of Mana was no, PS2. No, Children of Mana. Children, Children of Mana. Mana, thank you. Yeah, I played that when I was in Hawaii. Now I remember. I mean, they tried that to make that like a Secret of Mana game, right? How they yeah, that it up? was it was fun, but it was pointless. <laughs> it was pointless. The story was kind of the story felt like it was there to just push you through the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Story should never ever be like that. You mean like the dungeon should be fun? Yeah. Clearly, you don't play Dungeon Crawlers. Uh, Yeah, I do. Okay. But the problem is is that those Dungeon Crawlers have to have that sort of ephemeral fun factor. Nah, Persona 3 didn't. Persona 3 didn't have anything fun in the Dungeons. Yeah, I did. Dungeons were the worst part of the game. Oh, Dungeons were boring. I liked liked Tartarus. You liked climbing random floors with the same monsters for 15 floors? Yeah. Uh, It's a Dungeon Crawl. You have to like it on its own, but whatever. Yeah. If it didn't have the social links, Persona 3 would have wasted my time. Mm-hmm. You still haven't finished it, though. Or 4. Don't care. Don't care. Wow. This is this is fun. You get to find there. out when I do. Now Michael, you guys have someone else to roast over this. I know. Besides. What's up with that? Michael doesn't like SMT. Go. I don't. Go. It's not that I don't like it. It's that after 115 hours, I'm kind of bored with it. <laughs> 115 hours, and the stupid Why thing is not done. done? You should be done by it then. It bores me. What did you do? Well, you, you If you're like playing 115 hours and you're still not done, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. No, you I should be at Monad by now. What are you waiting for? I don't know. I mean, this is. is like me in Legend of Dragoon, where I was 110 hours in, and you were like, I you're doing I, it wrong. I think I got annoyed. Well, Legend of Dragoon, you're doing it wrong by playing it. <laughs> I had to review it. Well, someone had to. I thought Jake did. No, Jeff beat me to it. Legend of Dragoon? Yeah. yeah. I love Jake and Jeff. Out. Great guys. Yeah, I don't that, know who they are. <laughs> who are you guys Sony talking about? Sony game? Yeah. I thought Jake 2000. did that. Mm, don't think so. Wasn't it John? Or was that Travis? Uh, it was It was Marston. John Marston? <laughs> yeah, John Marston. <laughs> game 3, Shadow Mall. Uh, Next story. All right. <laughs> So thank you. Oh right, people. that's right. Jake was the only one who would defend Legend of Dragoon in his Q and A, and we couldn't figure out why. Yeah. Oh boy, people, it's time for the news. You didn't review it. What? She didn't review it. Who? Andrew, Jake, and Zachary. What are you talking about? Legend of Dragoon. Who are you talking to? It's time for Pause. news. All right. Well, we're talking about yeah, Steam. You said go on to something else after 120 hours, and I wasn't done. Well, yeah, it wasn't that long. It was only like 70 hours. I don't know why you, you should finish it. If you're going to finish Final Fantasy 13, you should make the effort to finish Persona 3. I haven't finished 13. I failed. Yeah, I know, but you tried. So try to finish yeah, P3 as well. Huh? But I'm not going to bang Matsuru, so I'm bored. Oh. <laughs> you're not going to do that in any of the games, so. What? You can't. That's not how you max their link? No. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Persona's bone free. 
You, no, you, you sp- it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. The, you spend the you you spend some time with them in their room. You don't have sex at with night. Them. No, at night. No. Yeah. No, yeah. Because you're free at night. You're back in your room at night. What? Yeah. It's just a quickie. Yeah. Oh, I'm bored with this. Sorry. No. <laughs> it's not about having sex with your social links. I thought you had sex with your curry or whatever. No. Your curry? No. Really? No. You stayed in a room I like mean, all yes. night. Sorry. Damn, I was so happy with that. <laughs> I don't even know how to make these ultimate avatar personas. Avatar on TV was going to have sex. I, yeah, Michael gets excited about the weirdest things. What do you think Why this do you is? play Warcraft? RPGs? Why don't you just go play hentai games, honestly? Seriously, what do you think I this do. is? World of Warcraft? Ooh. <laughs> no, they're cracking down on that in World of Warcraft. They're cracking they're, down on what in World of Warcraft? They're, hentai they're, games don't have very good stories, and they're the, very short. Yeah, they're, they're, they're making it so that... Uh, this is great. Um... <laughs> They put a post up and said that the the moderators would now be patrolling servers for erotic role playing, especially in Goldshire. That's be public. Yeah, ERP has kind of become a big problem on the RP servers, particularly Moonguard. I don't know what it is about Moonguard, but you log into Moonguard and you go to Goldshire, and there is like ten naked night elves dancing around the mailbox. And they're or all to each other erratically. They're tits at you for a copper. There you go. Yeah, it's I have a problem. <laughs> well, well, let me. Say, unfortunately, well, if, you don't play World of Warcraft, so you can't participate. This is Blizzard's fault. If they didn't want this to happen, they would have made the night elf so sexy. <laughs> well, I don't know why Blizzard gives a crap. It's a role-playing game. Um, I think it's because, because they do it publicly. It's detracting right? from their role-playing servers. So they're actually go- seeing. They're actually seeing like. The, the populations of the RP servers, which used to basically all be high, are yeah. slipping. Okay. People are leaving because they don't want to deal with that crap. So... Uh, right. there, there are private yeah. chats, right? They can have... Yeah, yeah they, they can just whisper, but they're not. Oh, they're not doing a private... Oh. No. No, this is, like public, this is like standing in Goldshire without equipment on going, who will have sex with me? Yeah. 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 Like and if you're like level five or six, and this is your first, uh, you know, time on an RP server, yeah, that's well, not a what's good impression. Going on, we've got music. Somebody's at a wow. rave, and now it's gone. We had music. Somebody was at a rave. I swear, there was it a dance. was good times. Yeah, and now it's gone. But now it's not. All right. So uh, yeah, apparently no more good times for those people in War in World of Warcraft. That's gross. Yeah. Okay. Was like wait, was like big groups of people? Like just like these big mobs of people all role playing with each other? Apparently. Virtual no, orgy. it's these the half a dozen people that hang out in the newbie areas spewing garbage. Well yeah, those should be banned. Yeah, but the, but the screen but the screenshot has people in guild names of barely legal and X rated and um Yes, that would be the problem. <laughs> okay. I mean these don't are the RP servers actually have their own set of additional rules and none of them are being followed. Like they have to be thematic names. I'm sorry, if your night elf is named Juicy Fruit, that's not thematic. Mm-hmm. It's also, the movie nowhere. It's also a trademark violation and a violation of the rules because it's two or more words strung together. Mm. Although I think they moved to the three or more words strung together. Got it. Can't use words. All right, Kiro says you're a liar, and the RP servers have never been high population. 
They've only been actually Earthen Ring was really high for a long time. Moon Guard was like the Earthen place Ring to go. Earthen Ring is for. high because of freaking all the famous people play on it. Okay, all the internet celebrities the play, play, play on it. it. All right. Right. I well, mean, whatever. did they jump on that server like the second it came out? Earthen you know Ring what people stable? haven't jumped onto? It's Puzzle Quest 2. Do you guys know why? Because it's not out on the PC yet. Oh, is that why? Yeah. I didn't know. But don't oh. worry, they're solving that. I, I didn't. I actually, I, I'm serious though. I'm wondering why people really not jumped onto Puzzle Quest 2. It didn't seem that bad. But uh, I, I don't hear anybody talking about it except people who aren't like on gaming podcasts. But, all right. I think, didn't it sort of come out? Within a big glut of games, I suppose. Um, but it, you're right; it, it's coming out on Steam next Thursday, August twelfth. So for twenty bucks, and I guess that's similar to what you'd pay for it on Xbox. But uh, you can play it on Steam and decide for yourself if you've been waiting on the um, on making a decision on Puzzle Quest two. And speaking of PC games that are being delayed, well, oh, that's weird. Huh. Was it delayed? Um, I don't know. I don't think it's really delayed. Yeah. I don't know. She's trying to segue for me, but I don't know where she's going. So I'm going to talk about Square Enix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're not going to talk about Fable 3? Oh, okay. Um, There's a lot of Fable 3 stuff. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I see what's happening is... The PC version of Fable 3 is being delayed, Well, you don't see my other other stuff that came from uh, Joystick. Hmm. Uh, I I figured we'd get to that after. We get to it after. Alright, so yes, Fable 3 has been delayed on PC, (laughs) which it's going to be, we don't know when. So everything else, Xbox 360 will come out October 26th still, PC out at some time, eventually. Oh, and by the way, the Xbox version not going to have Kinect support when it launches either. Just, just, just so you know, no Kinect support Two people are crying about that. Yeah, two people are crying about it. The cats, apparently. Um, Hi. Sorry, my cat's really <laughs> upset. They're right really now. upset about Connect, man. <laughs> we it's were just, gonna play Connect while you were away. It's just now one we can. <laughs> she just wants attention. Um, there was another Don't story here about Fable Three, and I've lost it. Uh, oh yes, here it is. But to make the to make it better, if you, if you're sad about if you're gonna cry like my cat about Connect not being in there, what you can do is create your own villager. Because that makes up for it completely. So you can download, if you can go to, uh, let's see, where's this website? Lionhead.com slash Fable3VillagerMaker, one word, Fables capitalized, Villager capitalized, Maker capitalized. And uh, you can go to the web app to make your own villager. And if you pre-order the game, you get a code and you can import your custom villager into your game. And then, I guess, try to fart and make him happy about you? I don't know. However, that works with villagers in this game. And you get like a secret quest and oh, some rewards. Oh, you get a quest and some rewards. All right, good. Good, good, good. So that, that, that helps. So go check that out. And also the f- opening trailer for Fable 3 came out. We've got that up on our site. Go check that out. And you can see what, the adventures of a chicken in Albion, which is what's featured in the trailer. is actually pretty good. Anybody excited about Fable 3 at all? No. No. <laughs> Mild. Oh, I will be when there's like an app for Black Friday the sale. One. Right. Black right. Friday. That's when I get excited. Black Does this come out, out after Black Friday? October 26th, so before Black Friday. Great. Okay, I'll pick it up for 20 bucks. <laughs> That'd be nice. All right, Square Enix 
has posted their quarter one fiscal sales and upcoming games. They said they're up 11% over their fiscal quarter one from last year. So that's good. And they're saying that's due to Dragon Quest Monsters Joker 2, continued sales of Final Fantasy 13, and Just Cause 2. So yay to people who like gap, uh, grappling hooks. Um, I like the logo for this story because it's got some of these uh, Kira Toriyama template monsters with random limb counts. Um, sorry. So let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Operating income jumped, and the joystick commenter says that can be attributed to the fact that Square Enix didn't buy any major publishing companies this year. <laughs> so that would always help. Um, and, they didn't buy any major ones last year either. Uh, yeah, they did. Eidos is Eidos. not major. Never was. Eidos cost a lot of money. Though. Hey, hey, hey. Tomb Raider has always been major. How much did it cost? Oh, Michael, can, sure we, they... can we not have the, the troll debate? I'm, All right, please. I'm pretty sure they got it for like pennies on the dollar, so I don't really think it was that big of a okay, deal. Okay, well, their operating income went up um, like $50 million, so it costs something. Yeah, seven mil- several million pennies. Several million, several, several, several million billion pennies. pennies. But uh, the the earnings presentation, uh, let's see. So they're showing uh, Surefire We Hit Dragon Quest Monsters Battle Road Victory, which is the, the card game based, um, the arcade card game based one that's coming on the Wii in Japan only. Uh, Parasite Evil, the third birthday, which is upcoming. Call of Duty Black Ops, in the they're going to handle that in Japan. And uh, that's it. So not, nothing we didn't know there. Uh, something else we did. Something that we didn't know that was leaked out. You've been playing Borderlands. You've been liking it. Maybe you picked it up cheap on Steam like I did, and you sent a copy to your friend like I did, um, but you actually played, played it, yeah. it unlike, unlike me and my friend. Um, <laughs> you jerk. Right. Such a like hammer. <laughs> so maybe you've been actually playing it, and you saw that it patched recently. I saw that it patched recently. And that apparently there's some details in the code, and there's going to be a Claptrap-based DLC pack. So Claptrap is the um, adorable, funny robot thing, mascot thing for Borderlands. Uh, so look forward to some sort of DLC that'll probably involve him. But just a rumor at this point from people digging in the code. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and uh, da, 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 da. I don't know. Yeah, so they're gonna. I'm reading a quote from the guy, and he's like, uh, he's he's say, he's not saying anything and saying anything at the same time. But he uh, says the... more details on Tactics Ogre coming out. Are you yes. excited about this? Did you hear about this? This is interesting. So how did I hear about this? So they had the in the first game. Apparently, they had some classes that were limited to men, and some that were limited to women, or some that were similar yes. to each other, but they varied between the male and female versions of it. Right. So uh-huh. here they're saying, eh, "Screw that! We're not doing it anymore." That's Which, good because it was annoying. Was it? Because I thought that I thought I liked that. That's kind of unique. I'm kind yeah. of sad they're taking that out. It sounds like equality. No, because it was like, far. well, you could be this, but you actually had to be this, and it was just a different name and had slightly different abilities. But really, it was kind of the same. We just kind of want to make more classes because it was more fun that way. And it was like, no, it really wasn't. But what, what did it hurt you somehow to have slightly variate slight variations? It was just remembering more and more class names. Yeah, that was okay. the thing. If it made a significant difference, like maybe you couldn't have a female warrior, but you could have like something where she was more of like a paladin style or something, yeah, that would be great. But it was warrior and warrior girl, except they had different names. Amazon and, like, and soldier? Something yeah. Like yeah, now you they're just going to be a warrior. Crap like that. Yeah, well, that's fine. Magic users will still be witches and wizards, but um, that's the same exact class, basically, just a different name. Um, 
And, uh, oh, but, well, yeah, so here you go. In the old game, apparently the females f- specialized in support magic and the males specialized in attack magic. That's yeah, kind of cool. No? no, it's not. It's, it's also a sexist. white mage and a black mage. Who cares? But you don't get to choose. All right, so what you're saying in Final Fantasy, the white mage should only be female. D- they it- usually are. Yeah, I know. But does it matter? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I didn't. I, I, I Anna, don't know. I was, Anna, do you have a problem is... with gender stereotypes for your mage type? Does that bug you? Are you glad they're no. taking this out? No, it doesn't bug you. I don't care. Yeah, I well, See, you don't think it adds any spice to it to do it? I mean, you're talking to the person who my Dragon Quest team is two males that are the physical fighters and two females that are the back row magic casters. Mm-hmm. Just say it. Just saying. Sexist. <laughs> um, let's see. In mine, I'm the support character. My wife is the killer character. She does all the damage. Um, Vivian's a ranger, and Tristan's the black mage. Yes, the two people that beat things over the head are you and Chris on my... Yay, I beat things over the head. What am I using? Uh, you're still using a pole. Okay. Poke it with a stick. But I mean, I'm also the one that in World of Warcraft, my healers are all female, my tanks are all male. Okay. Oh, here's a callback for you guys. Eidos apparently cost $136 million, and it was a mm-hmm. premium on the share price, not pennies on the dollar. Really? Yeah. That's, so says Glenn and Kiro in our chat. Oh, wait. I was thinking Midway. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking, well, <laughs> Midway, Midway was like uh, tuppences on the, on the pound. I don't know. Um, what? I'm looking for really exaggerated money. Tupperware players. on the pound. Tupper, Tupperware on the <laughs> Tupperware on the dollar. There you go. <laughs> they burped right. some Tupperware. You bought a unit of Midway. They were giving them away with cereal boxes, weren't they? Congratulations, um, you own Joust. IP, yeah. Yay! <laughs> actually, yeah. no, Joust actually sold. People want that one. Where did Joust go? Uh, Do we have it? No, I don't think you guys got it, but you should find out because if you did, that's awesome. You should make an RPG based on Joust. Joust the RPG. Oh, we're making so much crap right now. <laughs> oh, let's see. I wonder. I wonder on Wikipedia if it says who owns Joust. Crap in a good way, but you know, we're so nah, many. Developers. Wikipedia just talks about the game. It doesn't talk about who owns the license. That's too bad. I don't. I don't think it's actually known. I thought, as far as I knew, the Warner Brothers owned all of Midway except for the uh, San Diego studio. Yeet. So if it was worked on in Midway in Chicago, we should own it. That works. I don't know what we're doing with it. Are you are you putting <laughs> quick time events into Mortal Kombat yet? That's all I, I want to know. Kombat. I told you, you need to email the producers of that game every week and say, quick time events for fatalities, quick time events for fatalities. Nobody wants to memorize fatality combos anymore. Put in a media, put in a novice mode and just make the fatalities quick time events. Gotta what does that mean? Um, instead of having to memorize a 25-button combo for doing a fatality, it just presses some stuff on the screen and you press the buttons along to it like a quick-time event. What if they just make it a more simple combo? I don't want to memorize any combos. I just want to see the fatalities. You have to memorize a combo. You're playing a fighting game. No, I just want to see the fatalities. I beat you up. It's on easy. I should just press some it's buttons. Okay, so how fatalities. about if they have an option where... You just have to like hit them in some sort of combo, any combo. It's Would that pointless. work? Would that it, work for it, you? You've already won the game. You've already beaten the fight. 
This is just yeah, but, this is just window dressing. You shouldn't have to memorize a combo for it. But you bought the game. You want to see it, so show it to me. I'm sorry, man. Exactly. I'm so, but, so this is like a throwback. No, this no, is no. like StarCraft. This is like say you can just go online and beat some people up just because. This is it's a part of the legacy of what Mortal Kombat is. <sighs> yeah, um, no kidding. Plus the fact, no, that what legacy. I was trying to say is that there are different ones for like one person. They're going to have more than one. Usually, have like three or four. Yeah, well, so then have have, have a default one that's a quick time event in novice mode, and then if you're in normal mode, you do the normal button combos or something, whatever. Get it. You're weak. I mean, the Most point. Who wants to have to? Because every time you were on a different character, you had to remember a different fatality. And you have to go look it up the guy, and you press it in wrong, and you I'm never get to see the damn things. You have to I'm do a different sure, like, combo when you fight people. With anyway, it's like nah, you just, the same you moves just don't work for everyone. Actually, you could you could pound, you could button mash in Mortal Kombat. Chris, I didn't not know you were not like against real players. I not, know you're no, really not against multiplayer. This is against a computer. Oh well, the computers are dumb. All I'm saying is it was really annoying that you bought this damn game or you rented it and I can't see the damn fatalities. Well, why don't I do... This is modern gaming. We have ways of doing this and, and actually, you know, splitting it off so the skill people can have their, their button presses and everybody else Chris, can actually partake in the game. Wow. You cut Manny off three times. Well, I just, one, I, I just didn't, had no idea you were so big into Mortal Kombat. That was like number one. Like, I had no yeah, idea. No, I think this is an idea that should happen. I've already seen some it's not even my idea, so it doesn't matter. I've already seen some of the fatalities on like a you know sixty-five foot screen, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> okay, I, I, I don't know. I think like some of these the crazy hardcore people, like people like Jeff Gertzman and his crew. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they want that though. But I mean, that's these are the why people it's not. You can you can do that though. Again, everybody throws this crap like it somehow. Oh, the hardcore people won't want it, so we can't do it. Well, you don't do it in multiplayer, or you don't do it on hard mode. The, and but that's it's what Mortal they're playing. Kombat. <laughs> no, it's not even like this argument that it, like it's some sick. Yeah, game. it's just kind of like it's Mortal Kombat. Who cares? Well, who cares. <laughs> you know a what lot I mean? Of... It's like it's Mortal. Chris Kombat. cares. You're right. You're Chris right. cares. I'm angry not, style. As in, this game's going to be crap anyway, and I shouldn't bother. No, caring. it's not going to be crap. It's just, it's just, it's like saying like Gran Turismo. There's too much customization. It's like who cares? It's Gran Turismo. What? What do you mean? Who cares? If you don't care, why are you playing the game? No, why you? Play? It's just, it's just like this is what it is. It's just like. Well, what do you mean? This is what it is. It's still being developed. It's not what it is. I think a more I really accurate think this is like a- comparison might be there's too much driving in Gran Turismo. There's too much driving. In- <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of having to steer. Can't no, no, we no, take no, that no. Out of it. <laughs> it, would, it would be more like if you were playing Gran Turismo and then when you win, you have to do like a uh, a victory spin or something. And but if you don't do it right, you crash the car. I mean, that's kind of the same thing. That'd be awesome. We should do that. Oh, Zeri! You know I like that. Zeri put makes a nice, a nice comment in the chat room. Haven't we proven that companies make more money catering to the casual as opposed to the hardcore? And I don't um, know if the assertion's yeah. true, but uh, there, there might be something there to appeal to the casual a bit more with these fighting games. I mean, you're right. This is a hardcore appealing fighting game, right? Even though it's a crappy yep. fighter, pretty much universally heralded as a crappy fighter in general. Like people don't do tournaments for Mortal Kombat games because it's not a tournament class fighter. So why not put some more casual appeal in it? You know, there is some talk that this one might turn tournament, though. There's enough little tweaks in it that could be. It's going to be a also, balanced Mortal Kombat? There are some talks, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's where they're going. That's where they're going. Then they need to keep the skill in there, I guess. But, again, since you've already won, I don't know how much it matters. But <laughs> I just that, find that's it the so thing that bizarre bugs me. that we're having a debate about Mortal Kombat. It just blows my mind. I, I can't like, believe you disagree with me. All right. So <laughs> let's talk about I something. I don't know. Why would you? It's like. I don't. <laughs> Why should I care? Yes. Uh, I care? Like who cares? 
<laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Are we done being hyper? About yeah, games all right. So RPG maybe you guys can help me out. Blowing up the world blowing over Mortal Kombat since 2010. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's our title, by the way. It's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Anyways, know. carrying on. What was the next piece of news, What is Chris? going on with Sega? What is this crap? So they've got a game called Shining Hearts that they just talked about. The main character's name is Rick, or in Japanese, it would be Riku. Um, and he's got something that he carries around that looks like a keyblade. Uh huh. What what is this? They they decided they need to be Kingdom Hearts. Um, you don't know. It does any, sell you've well. never heard. <laughs> it does sell. <laughs> you haven't heard anything. I, of it. I was waiting for anyone else to jump in. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. It's all weird, but whatever. What is this Shining Hearts crap? Where does this come from? Anyone know anything about it? No. Nobody no. knows anything about it. No. So I'm looking at Shining, Shining, Shining Hearts. I'm looking at Shining <laughs> Hearts. In the logo, there is a... This is so stupid. It's a big key with a heart at the end of the key where you hold it, and it looks just like a keyblade. Um, like I said, main character named Rick or Riku in oh. Japanese, and it's got hearts in the title. Sega's doing it. It's a traditional RPG, though, so that's different. And it's got a lot of characters. A lot, it's a guy with three with a lot of girls. And there's a lot of girls, but one guy. So this really is traditionally Japanese RPG. So look forward to that, I guess. Is nobody excited about Sega doing a traditional RPG again? Sega makes games? Sega makes games. <laughs> it's not a TRPG. No, it's, it's not a TRPG. Traditional? It's a traditional. No one says TRPG when it's a I want a new want... <laughs> shiny game that's a tactical oh, game. <laughs> Agreed. Here. So, <laughs> as soon as they make a decent fan, so check star. this out. This is from the one-up store. Your party is free to do largely whatever it wants on the island. You're on an island for some reason; it doesn't matter. Um, whether carrying out story missions, accepting quests from villagers, or engaging in material collection mini games like fishing and fruit picking. As you advance the story, you pick up hearts from other characters that not only help Kaguya recover bits of her memory. So yeah, you're with somebody who lost her memory, but also allow the island itself to grow and expand so it's dark cloud yay it's benevolence oh benevolence there you go how to drain goes you also have a ship that starts out as a broken down wooden boat but eventually gets upgraded to a large scale schooner or something as you collect these hearts so schooner i it's a boat word yeah no okay no so look forward to shining hearts i guess go look for some japanese screenshots i know silicon air has some up um maybe we'll have some up Maybe we do, and I missed it. Do we have some up? I know we talked about it. I don't It'll know probably be in Japan Ammonium, so look for it in there. Yeah. Jeff if it Hunt. isn't already. So, Let's check. Um, there's a lot of barely, barely dressed people in Japan Ammonium this week. I don't know Off what's I going go. on there. <laughs> I'm go. doing research. Off I go. <laughs> doing yes, we have the Shiny Heart screenshots in Japan Ammonium. <laughs> don't know how to say the title, but it's okay. What? It's like Sofutu uh, Kiriyomu or something. I don't know. Whatever. Where are the naked people? Oh, there they are. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. A little young, though. A little young. Yes, that's the problem. They're not legal. So, Whoa. What? There's a cat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Done with that picture. That's Classic Heroes 3. Gotta clone them all. Why are what? they in summer clothes? Because it's hot. Oh, it's collectible telephone cards. It's, Yeah. 
Wow, really? Yeah. You put those on your phone? I don't know what I don't know what a telephone card is. She Anybody know what too? a telephone card <gasps> is? She is a cat. Uh, they used to sell those like really in the nineties, and they help you. Oh, make all yeah, it's so like a calling card. Okay. This game has cat people. Yeah, it's class of heroes. Really? Yeah. I need to play this game. <laughs> it's a dungeon crawl. Apparently, it's really hard, and uh, some people say it's good, and some people say it's awful. So, good luck. It has cat girls in it. I'm there. Okay, good for you. I think uh, people have told you that before, and you've ignored them. But whatever. I have probably been busy. You know what else you might have ignored? The fact that within Mass Effect One and Two, there are one thousand variables for how you play through the game that can affect the storyline in Mass Effect Three, should they so choose to use them. A thousand? A thousand. That's what Casey Hudson, Project Damn. Lead of Mass Effect 2, and I assume also involved in Mass Effect 3 in some way, said. So numerically, it's over 1,000 variables that we'll have access to for shaping the Mass Effect 3 experience for people who played the previous game. So apparently they've, they've put all these together, taken a look that there's a thousand different things that you could have um, made choices on or whatever, and they have access to make decisions for putting things in Mass Effect 3 that chooses whether or not if you did this or that and they can put that in the story experience so they're not saying there's a thousand variations in three they're saying there's a thousand things that they can pull from when deciding what variable things are in three so you know what the problem with the podcast is yeah you know what the problem with the podcast is what you can't see me rolling my eyes oh I know it's just, this is just such a Mass Effect story, just for a, no reason, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, it's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, how about how about Pokemon? You guys like Pokemon? I do like Pokemon. All right. Hey, how about everybody, Pokemon? So Pokemon Black and White has been known in my mind for having character designs that look almost reasonable, which is a departure from recent Pokemon's. Um, and uh, they've got they, they you're going to get a chance to use all those new character designs because just like in like every other recent Pokemon, the only Pokemon you're going to interact with during your quest is like the new ones. Oh, actually, no, always. no, that's not, not true. They usually intermingle both the new. So and this the time old. there will be no intermingling. It's all new Pokemon during your main quest until you finish it. Go oh, yeah, now. Why? Yeah, have you have you heard how you get the old Pokemon? Because it's wonderful. No, how's it work? So they decided we have 493 different Pokemon and we're going to make a new one. There's going to be a lot more. So if you ever like having your Generation 4, Generation 3 Pokemon brought over to your Generation 5 game, you get to do it six at a time. Oh, that's like how it worked before. Other stupid game. You have not figured out that after, what, four other generations, that maybe possibly we might want to move more than six Pokemon at, at a time. time. Yeah. And you have to and have six Pokemon to trade. Not oh, a trade. Oh. It's not a trade. But no, Michael, it's like that is, that's light years of progress compared to... No, 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 to, yeah. because they had Poke Park. Oh, well, only because you still have to catch them, right? GBA. Yeah, you yeah, still you have, have to catch, catch them. You still have to catch your stupid six Pokemon out of your freaking almost five. But you have to catch Pokemon out of your old game? Yeah. Yeah, if you, you had a work? Game Boy Advance game, yeah. if you had Seth... If you have Fire, Red, Leaf, Red, Green, or, right. right. You pop the Game Boy Advance game into your slot because you, you couldn't do it with the DSi. Yeah. And then, you, and then all those Pokemon that were on that game transferred into the Poke Park. And, and then you, you walk into the Poke Park and you go catch them. I mean, the catch rate is basically 100%. It was 100%. It was guaranteed. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. okay. It's guaranteed that you catch them, That's but you have to annoying. do it six at a time. Yeah, why but you had to just yeah. import, and please? they had to be in the grass or in the water or in the rocks or you know, yeah. so you had to actually run around and find them. Just yeah, import. I'm waiting for the Wii game that just lets me push the button and all they go. Yeah, well, but, but they we haven't had one since. Uh, they haven't had they one haven't since one Stadium. Since I know. No, 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 no. There was one for. There was there Pokemon was... Box for the Wii, but we didn't get it. Right. I mean, the problem isn't that they're not making them. The problem is, is that they're not localizing them. Pokemon Box. So let's Are you sure about that? Please. That was there the was Ranch a box Service for this box? Generation. Oh. Yes. No, there's Ranch. But I'm sure you could store some people in there. No, yeah, there's there, no Pokemon. There is... There's no Pokemon Box for the Wii. Uh, I think you're thinking GameCube. <laughs> oh, right, GameCube. pretty sure there is. Yeah, the stadium was well, GameCube. Yeah. I'm, I'm quite certain there hold on, hold on. is Manny, 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 this Manny, generation. Manny, go. I just wonder, you still need two DSs, though, right? Two DSs, two cards, transferring everything over, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, so, so you so, buy, you, you so, get a DSi and a DSi XL. <laughs> oh, wait, you got, like, you've got like your current DSi, and then you get your, uh, your 3DS. I got my old DS that I use. It works fine. Yeah. And then you transfer everything over six at a time, and then you have to go recatch them. And then uh-huh. let's, let's pretend that you guys have a full roster like you and Anna, like Michael and Anna does. So this is like, this could maybe take you six months. Michael has a much more full roster. Yeah, it's a crazy full roster because you know I... he's actually trying to catch them all. And you know what? It turns out it's really freaking hard to catch them all. And takes yeah, a I'm lot missing, of time. I was missing a lot of third generation, so I started playing that, and then I didn't get too far. But I have most of first and second generation and like 80% of the fourth generation. So, that sounds terrible. Yeah. yeah I would have to, myself, I'd have to transfer like 315 Pokemon at six at a time. Isn't that just awesome? You could just do it while you're on the bus. Oh, wait. I drive to work. Oh. It's Seattle it's, traffic. You'll have time. Not yeah, just work. Oh, hold, not hold not the anymore. DSH hand. I get to work in like 12 minutes or less. Well, so does that mean you're not going to have time to play E7 on your drive to work? I believe that's true, yes. Oh, because that's coming out on August 17th. What? That's 10 days. I know. They just announced it like 14 days ahead of its release. E7 going to be out on August 17th. Uh, look for that. Uh, it's going to be out, available for download or for purchase in retail store. And there's a collector's edition coming out, which has a cloth map, a soundtrack, an art, and an art book. So look forward to that, or else you will be have more money. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you like seven. You died a lot. It was funny. I, I kept getting chopped up by fan rotors. It was terrible. No, Max Storm seemed to like it, right? So he gave us an impression oh, yeah. on the show last week. Mm-hmm. So was it last week or the week before? What? So was I here last wait, week? Wait, what's Manny saying? Oh, you saying he loved it? Oh, he loved it. Yeah, that's right. He loved it. Oh, I liked Half-Minute Hero a lot, but I never finished it. But apparently I should, because Half-Minute Hero is getting a sequel. So Half-Minute Hero, it's going to be called, uh, well, in Japan it was Hero 30, and now it's going to be Hero 32nd. Um, (coughs) So this one will be Half-Minute Hero again, or... Half Minute Hero 2 or something like that for us. I think, yeah, they would just go with something simple like that. We'll again feature that ever-present 30-second timer, um, and there's going to be five scenarios, Overture, Judgment, Revolution, Ragnarok, and Destiny. They're going to be completely RPG-based with around 90 quests across all five scenarios. However, if you run out of quests to run through, um, the second game comes with a quest editor and features to allow these quests to be shared via the PSN. 
So that's kind of cool. And uh, it also has the multiplayer mode that's improved to include four heroes racing against the clock and a mode called Infinite Hero, where you must fight against an endless horde of demons. So that, check that out in Japan on November 4th. Here, whenever Atlas, whoever gets around to releasing it, or no one's announced that they're localizing it yet, so who knows? Or Exceed. Who, who did Half Minute? Is it Exceed. Exceed. So yeah. we'll see if they do it again or not. Um, um, as far as I know, they, I mean, it didn't sell a lot of copies, but when you're doing digital distribution, it doesn't really hurt that much, so I, I would hope they do it again. There was another game that people were comparing to Half Minute Hero that was recently announced just like a few weeks ago. Does anyone remember what it was called? No. No. It was another retro-looking game that was short to play. Darn, because it was... Was it on the iPhone? No, it was for PSP. I was really interested in it, too. Fast Star. Well, no. Fast Star is the box one. No. No. Not on the iPhone. (laughs) Okay. Nobody Mm. remembers. I don't recall. Sorry. That's okay. Torchlight 2? Is it that what it is? No. Torchlight 2. What Torchlight 2? They're not making a Torchlight 2, are they? I yes, they are. Something about that. Oh, that's Why right. Why is Chris? Torchlight 2 was announced on August 4th. Yes, it was. So look forward to Torchlight 2 coming out soon in spring uh, of 2011. Well, not soon. <laughs> for first, first for half some of definitions of, actually, of soon. Actually, there's even more description than that. Because if you read the PC Gamer interview, they were like, yeah, we say the first half of 2011. We also say we're a game pub, a game developer, and we gave you a release date. So figure it out on your own. What? What's They're that saying mean? we're giving you a release date because you want one, not because we're gonna we're gonna make it. Yeah. Okay. But they did that with well, Torchlight One. They said spring too. of 2011, which is better than first half. So. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, PC so and were... apparently Max was drunk when he let it slip earlier this year. What? Max was on. Max did an interview. I don't remember if it was podcast or print, but apparently he was a little tipply when he mentioned Torchlight Two in a previous interview. Mm-hmm. Because he said, "Like our next game is coming," instead of "the MMO is coming." Yeah, but he didn't and say And there was all sorts too. of conjecture about it, particularly on the runic forums. So, I have a question. Torchlight 2, why should I care? What's different? Uh, multiplayer. multiplayer. <gasps> yes, finally, it's so, going to be like a real Diablo 2 ripoff. You're going to have true multiplayer. <laughs> you can go co-op and play with people in the game with each other. Yeah. So, so that's what they, they said. Basically, we want, well, they said that, uh, you know, everyone's been asking for it. So we're going to do this and we're going to do it ahead of the MMO. We think this makes uh, more sense. So three new classes. Well, the yeah. games haven't been finalized yet. So but there's that's, that's, the... it's not three new classes plus the three old classes. It's only right. Three new it's just three new classes. What? The old three classes are going to be featured in some fashion in the game. For example, they've already said that the alchemist has run away to do some exploration slash oh, whatever. Yeah, right. They'll he's still cameos. addicted. He's still addicted to um, the stuff in the mine. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. Anymore. It doesn't matter. So the, the, the original classes weren't all that big of a deal that you need to right. Them anyway, so, they're, so they're developing three brand new classes, ground up, um, new talent trees. Uh, there aren't going to be mounts, but it is actually, instead of being down in a mine... Why would you have a mount anyway? <laughs> because <laughs> you're going to be in outdoor areas this time. Ooh. 
They're going to be in the overworld. That hasn't been done before. (laughs) A lot more immersive than going down level by level. In other words, Torchlight 2 really is trying to rip off Diablo 2, because that's the same changes Diablo 2 made. (laughs) Now we're outside. We're not just going down a dungeon. (laughs) No, Torchlight was a game that had the little, uh, you had your pets, right, that you could send up. Yeah, you still got pets. Um, There is a cat. There and is going to be a fishing. pet still. Uh, there's going to be uh, pet fishing still. Everyone loves um, pets. They are going to make the pets more unique. <gasps> can you breed your pets? Like, can you and your friend no. have like little cat babies? I want a black chocobo. Oh. But I mean, you know, when you play Torchlight One, it doesn't matter if you have a cat, dog, or ferret. They all do the there's same no thing. There's no ferret in Torchlight One. Yes, there is. It's in a box copy. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go, man. By retail. Apparently. I, well, I, I bought it on release date. What was I thinking? Yeah, I bought it on release date. I wanted date to support the company. Five months before <laughs> How dare it came I? out in a box. Yeah, so... I could um, just mod in a ferret. They're, they're talking about possibly making each pet have its own unique ability. And co-op is four to seven people as it stands. Ooh. Which I think is going to upset me if that's what they actually end up doing. Because I want two-player co-op. Um... Yeah, they said four plus as far as we know. Yeah. Which is odd because they only have three classes, so okay. So 600,000 copies of Torchlight sold, four to one ratio of digital to retail. Yeah. Um, they, oh, yes. Much, and so. for our Mac for our Mac listeners, yeah. they did say that the Mac release was going to be much closer to the Windows release this time. Is, the, hmm. is there a Mac version out now? And since the Torchlight? Mac version finally well, came yeah, out like you know. a month ago. Oh, okay. No, it's been longer than that. No, it came out with the Mac version of Steam. Oh, that's right. Okay. Which really wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. I thought that was more like two months ago. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I mean, it's August. (laughs) I thought Steam Mac came out in like May. So, So Torchlight 2, basically we're giving you everything you asked for and we're still keeping it like 20 bucks or less. So be happy. Yeah. Everyone should be. And then later in the year, Diablo 3 will come out and everyone will forget about it. It'll be great. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it will. Yeah, but because Diablo 3 will have like, this big, gigantic collector's edition and Battle.net stuff and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. No, the hype train will happen. The hype train, you know. Torchlight yeah. is a fantastic game. I, I do find myself you know, falling off on it in the later stages of it. It doesn't keep me coming back to it like Diablo 2 did. And I don't know now right. if that's just because it's lacking Blizzard polish or just because these games just don't appeal as much anymore. And that's what I'm trying to well, figure out. Well, I mean, you're also talking about... You're you're comparing it to Diablo, which was developed over 40 months. Right. Versus a game well, that was I'm developed over 11. That's my point. I'm comparing this to Diablo 3, which is going to have the same effect. And I don't know that it's going to stand up once Diablo 3 hits, but it's no, going to do I mean, so well before. This is actually another point that we've been discussing on the Runic forums. Yeah. Is that we, you basically have two... Uh, camps of thought where you have one group that basically says how do you make Torchlight 2 better than Diablo 3 and you have the other group that says how do you make Torchlight good Mm -hmm. okay well you you know the funny thing if it comes out early enough I mean 
Diablo three won't come out for like at least what like the last the second half of the year. I that's what I, I think. Think we're looking at Q four twenty. Yeah. I mean that's a lot of time for people. I mean people like the hype train will start for Diablo and people will want a really good Diablo clone. They can either yeah. play Diablo two or play Torchlight. And oh, I, I think it'll work out very well for them. Yeah. And, 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 and then, and then Diablo time. three will hit, and then people will make Diablo three mods for Torchlight. <laughs> It'll be great. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so they haven't finalized what sort of tools they're going to include, but they want to include modding tools. Yeah. But none of the Torchlight one stuff is going to be compatible with Torchlight two. Hmm. That's too bad. Unfortunately, that was necessary. It was necessary. Yeah, they made a huge overhaul to a it lot of the background necessary. coded engine. Okay. So, and they were like, well, we could release this as a patch to Torchlight 1, but it would break friggin' everything. I guess my question is, am I the one who just expected this to happen? No. Because it's like, well, we had this nice first player, single player dungeon crawler. Now we're making MMO. So therefore, why don't we just kind of make this interim program where we have some multiplayer we have the classes we have the customization we're just building it and then we'll just release that in the interim while we're still working on the mmo it just seems like common sense you're like let's get to a point where we're working on the mmo we branch out to this point we say we can spend a month or two finish this off release it make some more money and then go back to working on the mmo that we've now progressed to this point Mm -hmm. it's almost like a gimme yeah it's like well we could just work straight on the MMO, but we could make money, too. Hmm. hmm. That's my thought on it. All right. I mean, that doesn't mean I'm going to hate it. I'm still going to play it and love it and everything, but I just think that was kind of like a, an obvious choice. So, also, hopefully... It, it also ahead. keeps the hype train going, because you are making an MMO. You are competing with Diablo 3, so you kind of want to keep your Torchlight people from not getting bored for two and a half years while you work in the MMO. Right. So there's a video that they have selectively let a couple people show. It's or a couple people see. It's available at Gamescom. Early alpha build available for play at both Gamescom and PAX. So Chris, go play it. Oh, I will. Um <laughs> refresh my memory. When is Gamescom? The problem is uh, no one's booking like, oh, me an appointment eight, at PAX, so I have even an issue with that. To twenty first of August. August eighteenth to the twenty first. Okay. Right. Somebody it's, to a, it's the big game of alone. <laughs> it's like E right. three for Europe. Is this the video? Oh, you can't see this. No. Uh, this is the video, video on I'm YouTube. It might be the. But the answer is probably not. Oh no! This is no. It's not. This is for. Although, if you want to be really entertained, check out the Torchlight Pillow Fight on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we need to we need to get an appointment for that stuff. Mm, that would be nice. Yeah. Last time Whatever. I just kind of walked up and did it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like one is going to turn it us three away. Five, so I don't really care. Oh, wonders in this pillow fight video. Yes, she is. Yes. <laughs> Why? It was hot. <laughs> Trying to remember who the other girl was. Who's this idiot? Um, who's it was somebody's it? wife. Right, right. One of the developers. Oh, I wife. see. There, there's a pillow fight going on in the background. 
but they're playing <laughs> Torchlight in the foreground and they're totally ignoring the pillow fight. I see. Right. Because the game's more right. interesting. Which is crap, but Yeah, whatever. these guys need to get <laughs> shot. <coughs> That's funny. Nice touch. I'm sorry, I think I would stop playing Torchlight to watch the pillow fight. Night, go, go search on YouTube, Torchlight Pillow Fight. Also, while you're on YouTube, Kiro recommends you go check out the Dragon Age Origins Machinima. So the user account Machinima has that up there, and it's a, it's a whole um, canonical follow-up to Dragon Age that's being put together by Machinima, and they uh, it's called Dragon Age Warden's Fall. I think we talked about it a while back, but uh, it, there's videos out now, so go check that out. And um, let's see. It looks pretty cool, and uh, yeah. What else? Oh, let's take a break now for some music. G-Dog Tuck has some more music for us. Enjoy his song.
All right, thanks, G Dog Tuck, for that song. That was pretty good. I hope. If again, I don't have to listen to it before I actually make the show. So if it was, why in don't the you show, listen to it before you make the show? Because it just doesn't work out. So, right? so it was. If you heard it, it was excellent. And if you heard an awkward it edit awesome. point, it was not so excellent, and I didn't put it in. But uh, his, no, his song last week was good. I'm sure that one was good too. So, uh, thank you, G Dog Talk, for sending that in. You can send in your music. Just email to podcast@rpgamer.com, and I'd love to play it in the show. And if you guys ever come up with like a song that you think would work as a new theme song for the show, I'd love to hear some submissions for that as well, because I would love to have a new theme song. Um, Fortunately, uh, the Extra Life promos is helping out out with that at the beginning of the show for now, but uh, after Extra Life is over, um, that won't work. But I'd like to take a minute and talk to you about Extra Life right now. until October, though, right? October, uh, what, 16th, right? Oh, now I can't remember the date anymore. Extra Life. Uh That's sarcasticgamer.com. So if you go to the website, extralife.sarcasticgamer.com, you'll see that the date is indeed October 16, 2010, that you can sign up at extralife.sarcasticgamer.com to help su- and, and sign up to do a day. Uh, it's a full 24 hours of video game playing, um, and you're going to get sponsored. You can talk to your friends, your families, your coworkers, um, random slimes you meet on the street. You're going to ask them to sponsor you for... Uh, for for you know a buck an hour, two bucks an hour, something like that, and then they 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 contribute to you on this page that you're going to make at extralife.sarcasticgamer.com, and that money's going to go to a local children's hospital in your area to help support them as they treat kids for things like cancer and, and stuff like that. And they they you know these hospitals need your help to be able to keep running because they don't they don't get a lot of money and they need they need more um, in order to keep doing research and keep these keep the quality of life for these kids high that are suffering from real problems. So I'm going to encourage you to go sign up there or if you don't want to sign up go ahead and uh sponsor one of us um you can find at the latest updates section of our message boards at the top is a thread that's pinned there for uh, for extra life we've got four people now on the rp gamer team that you can go and and sponsor any of us we'd love to have your sponsorship for for doing extra life um or you can search for the rp gamer team on the extra life site uh, and we hope you'll join in with us and take part in Extra Life. And that's uh, going to keep pushing that hard till it hits. Just 69 days away now as of this recording. So I hope you will be part of that with us. Also, if you're going to be in the Seattle area during PAX, on Friday night they're having a party for Extra Life. So the tickets are 30 bucks, and that money is obviously going to the Extra Life cause. But you can go to extralife.sarcasticgamer.com. In the upper right, there'll be a little button called Paxtra Life. You click on that button, you can buy your $30 ticket to get in, and you'll get a free T-shirt that looks awesome because it's got a big Pac-Man-like logo eating like pizza and beer and, and burgers and a martini. I don't know why the martini's at the end there. But uh, the, the pictures of the shirt that you're going to get. And there's like Pac-Man stuff on the back. Um, if you come to the party, there's free alcohol if you're of age, of course. There is uh, a bunch of free prizes. They're going to be giving out like huge beanbag chairs that if you win, you don't have to worry about bringing it home with you. They'll ship it home to you. Um, and it's happening at the Fox Sports Grill. They've rented out the whole place. So it's going to be a big party. It's going to be a lot of fun. Me and Michael will be there, and we'd love to meet with you there. So let us know if you're going. If you pick up a ticket and you're going to be there, we'd love to hook up with you while you're there. And we hope you'll come join us at the Paxter Life Party. Um, the party starts at 9 p.m. on Friday night. Um, so you would be giving up your chance to go to some of the concerts by coming to the party instead, just so you're aware of that. But, you know, honestly, I looked at the concert lineup this year. If you've been to previous years, you're not missing anything. Come to the party. It's going to be more fun, and we hope to see you there. Quick question. Uh, who from the RP Gamer team is going to be doing Extra Life so far? 
I mean, who signed, Me who signed up? Me and Sam Marcello so far. I thought you said there were four. There's two users. And Noodle, I thought. Uh, I, oh, I Noodle? haven't heard Noodle officially announced yet, but maybe she will. I think she's thinking about it. I haven't seen her page join the team. Um, but yeah, two two readers. So four people oh. on Team RP Gamer. Two readers, okay. Yeah. So hopefully more, or if not, then maybe you can just game with us during the day as you can and maybe sponsor one of us. We'd appreciate that too, but I'd love you to do it yourself and get involved. It's always great to be involved on something like this. Um, but uh, yeah, check that out. And hopefully I should have a story going up this week and a big button going on the front page. So we're going to work that out and then you can take part in Extra Life. Woo! That's right. Eventually at some point we will need to play some multiplayer games to keep busy, right? Yeah. So... Watch. Watch. Join. Watch. Join. Speaking of multiplayer games, Manny, have you been playing any multiplayer games lately? Uh, just some StarCraft uh, with you guys. Oh my gosh, I played StarCraft 2 every night this week. <laughs> every night. Yeah. And, and a lot of games with you and Phil and Glenn from the site. And we've been having so much fun. I, I've never had so much fun losing um, <laughs> as I have with this game. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, what? What do you think? You you loving the heck out of it? Um, I actually spent most of this week uh, trying to wrap up some some StarCraft Two extended fiction so I can get into the game. I just finished the StarCraft Two prequel novel, Heaven's Devils, like five minutes before the podcast started. Literally. Oh, okay. So I just got made my way through that book. I mean, um. I think it's written by uh, William C. Deitz, and he's not the best author. He's really um, – you can see his military roots sh- showing. He was in the Marine Corps, I think, or the Navy. He was, a, I mean, he was like a medic. And he, his, he's best at writing uh, battle scenes. And I guess that's what you really want from a StarCraft book, right? Some really intense battle scenes. And, Do they have them? Oh, yeah, tons oh, of okay. them. Oh, okay. <laughs> so tons of intense battle scenes. I mean, it's not like – the way the story fits in is you don't – it's just sort of a, a telling of how uh, Jim Rayner met Tychus Finley and his and what Rayner's time was like in the Confederate in the Confederate Marine Corps and just how he sort of became disillusioned with slowly becomes disillusioned with the Confederate military and the Confederates. So mm-hmm. if you want, if you're interested at all in that story and those two characters, it's worth it. I mean, like I said, it's not the not a ton of character development and character growth, but there's some good backstory and lots of good battles and. It's fun for a quick read. It's like a $7 book, you know, one of those cheap little paperbacks that you can read on the bus or, or on the train. You get it on your so. Audible account and have Tychus Finley read it to you. It's <laughs> exactly what I did. So that, that – honestly, that's why I got the I'm, book. I'm still not sure if I want to read it on iPad or Audible or just skip it all together. But, uh, yeah, that seemed all right from the first couple yeah, chapters. It's all right. It's not bad. You know, it, you download the Kindle app. Uh, onto your PC or something, and then you can have uh, the first two book chapters downloaded as a sample, so you can just try them out. So we have trials of uh, books nowadays. It's kind of neat. So the, yeah, now I'm ready to actually dive into the single-player story. Even though the funny thing is, though, I, I did I wanted to read the book first because I thought it would really, really tie in, but no, it's just like this nice little side story that could exist on its own. You don't even have to really like StarCraft, if, as long as you like... Like big space marines and cool and cool battles. I don't think any of these prequel books have really ever tied in that heavily. The Mass Effect ones have done a nice job, no, but they, you don't need. You, it's not necessary at all, though. I mean, it's like you know about Anderson. Great. Now what? 
Well, it made me yeah. care a lot more about Anderson than I yeah, ever would he, have. Yeah, but you don't have an opportunity to care about him. He's in, like, three scenes in the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is the first book did give you a decent idea of who Saren was. Yes, like, because in, they, in didn't, Mass- they didn't develop him enough in Mass Effect. Oh, That's no, true. it was just like, Saren's a specter, and he's bad. Saren's bad. Yeah. You're like, what? <laughs> okay, I go punch him in the face then. I'm done. That's, seriously, that's all it was. It was so bizarre. Yeah. I have, did you read the... You, I know you got I the StarCraft 2 Collection Edition. I did not read the second edition. one. Oh, oh, I've what? read them both, yeah. Did I read what? Oh, you got the StarCraft 2 Collection Edition, right? Yes. Did you bother reading the StarCraft comic that came with it? The Star, Star- StarCraft comic? No. Yeah. Should I? I don't know. I was going to oh, ask Oh, no, you. I haven't. I haven't read it yet. Ah. Oh, you guys are going to be so jealous. What's up? What's up? So, my brother-in-law got a signed collector's edition copy of StarCraft 2. Signed by who? Okay. Like, everybody on the dev team. Sucks. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It also came with a please come work with us letter. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, really want to hire him. <laughs> Really? Your Let me ask you, why doesn't your he work brother? for them? Why would you not go to work for Blizzard? Because like he practically owns his own company at this point. Oh. What, what company? Oh, hi. Oh, hi? Yeah. What the hell's Oh, hi? H-A-I. Massively, handcrafted, massively multiplayer online games for everyone. Yes. Well, you haven't talked about this at all. Why aren't you plugging your brother's company? Because? Because? Oh, all right. Let's go to ohi.com and get into their City of Eternals beta. Yeah, I guess if he's got his own company, why would you want to give up on that? Yeah. But why, why are they trying to hire him? Because he's an incredible programmer, and he spent 12 years at SOE. Is he doing all this on his own? No. Oh, okay. That would be pretty awesome. I made an MMO on my own in my spare time. Oh. No. <laughs> it's his full-time job. Well, still. With nobody else helping or something? Free to play forever. So does he try to show, sell you t-shirts? Uh, I don't know what the money-making scheme of City of Eternals is. I hmm. find it a little boring. <laughs> That's why she doesn't talk about it on the show. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. It's a Facebook game. It's a Facebook game. It has graphics. Yeah, I mean, it's a, an awesome... It's it's definitely head and shoulders above like ninety nine percent of the tripe that comes out on Facebook. But you'd still rather play um your weird fantasy game that you play. Castle Age. Yeah, Castle Age. No, I'd rather play like my DS or your my DS. <laughs> Good answer. All right, fair enough. Well that's cool. City of Eternals. Neat. Hmm. Oh, before we go on, uh Chris, are you gonna tell everyone how awesome you are in the le- um uh you got <laughs> Was it Diamond or Platinum League? What? Bronze League in every single f- team I've participated in. <laughs> yeah, so we're not and very good. In one, t- in one league, I'm down to 80th out of 100. <laughs> you want to be surprised who the best person, the best StarCraft player, RP Gamer, is uh, Max? Uh, yeah, Um Petit Max, or Maxime. He's been on the show before, Mr. French Accent. He's, uh, he's apparently he's pretty good. He's a StarCraft fiend. Yeah. What, what league is he in? Sil- um, he's in gold. gold. He's in Gold League. Even Glenn is only in silver, so. So that's what we've been doing. We've been playing together, not talking about RPGs. Instead of talking about terrible strategies, like, well, if we do this and we do this, and then we lose. Mm-hmm. We discuss strategies for five minutes and then lose in three. That's great. Nice. That's better than thirty minutes for three. You know. Well, actually, the thirty-minute games are closer usually, but. 
No, I meant 30 minutes. I think you meant 30 minutes of planning oh, okay. and then three minutes of failing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> wish. Oh, what we if you did this and so put this over here and did all this and all that and you, know, you actually get all these maps and stuff and you draw it out and you're like, oh, man. So me, Phil, wait. and Glenn have done a lot of 3v3. We're at the point where we had to take a night or two off of it because we were getting frustrated at how much we were losing, I think. Um, <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> Why I'm are having, you so cranky I'm that having, one No, no. Rawr, I'm, rawr, I'm, having, rawr. I'm having the time of my life. I'm like, let's go again. I want to lose some more. This is awesome. Um, but... <laughs> But they, they, I think they want to start winning. Um, so uh, it, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. But uh, we don't really well, strategize, and I think that's our issue. We don't really come together with a good strategy. Seventh just criticizes our play styles, and and Phil winds Here, back. Here's at him. my impression of Glenn yeah. Wilson. Why are you doing that? More SCVs. What's going on? Why are you guys more? I'm going to attack more people with me. What's going on? Why aren't you guys doing this? Why don't you Why have an you army yet? You should have an army five times that size. You should have killed me already. What are you doing? Why do you suck so much? <laughs> yeah. So we ha- we have that going on. It- it's an interesting dynamic that's not making for the best team, but it's still fun nonetheless. <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, these sure, games like, are so fun when you play with people you know. Someone yelling at somebody. Like yeah. well, someone on our team has to yell at someone at some point in every in every match. Yeah. It's now official RP gamer tradition. I, I'm loving it, so it doesn't bug me. But if anyone else wants to get on this, uh, let's do it. Oh, Cyrek, yeah, yeah. I've been playing some with, but yeah. I mean, you can read out your. Uh, you don't have to give them your real ID, but you can give them your uh, your name and your number, right? I don't care. If give them my real ID. But... Well, add Chris. It's Nubuo N U B U O number six four two. Thank you. And you can be a Starcraft friend. That's right. Why do you have to do a number two? In oh, it's because there's no the name uh, is duplicated. There's no unique names. Oh, okay. You can have any name you want to. It's just preceded by it's followed by a number. Or you could just add me. Um, use the Facebook app and add me, or just you know, it's Sabin one thousand one at figurocastle dot org. Just I don't care. Add me. Be my friend. I need people. Chris to be my needs friend. more friends. I need more friends. Add, add Glenn, the fool number one two one. Yeah, and then do you invite him to a lot of two v two where you suck. He'll love that. <laughs> now you can feel how we feel. Yeah. When he when he criticizes us constantly for six hours. Uh, poor Glenn. So I'm trying to figure out how this inspires me to buy the game. Well, ironically, funny. I'm actually. Well, I would hope that the fact that it's fun even if you lose would help, but yeah, it, it, it's always fun with friends. Oh, what's this? Look, uh, apparently, Kirill got 11 invites on uh, League, League of Legends, Legends just last, by mentioning yeah. his. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Maybe so I'll get I'll to... get like one, but you know that's okay. <laughs> I need to get a 10-day pass off. Because they're like, well, I don't want to be your friend. I want to be friends with someone who's good at the oh, yeah. game. You know? give, give so. Anna, give, I mean, uh, Chris, give Anna your 10-day pass. I'm I sure thought you have you're already title. downloading the game. I'm downloading the game. I don't have a pass. The pass is only I good just... for 7 hours or 14 days, whatever comes yes, first. I know. I am downloading the game first so that when I activate the code, I have my full time. All right, the number is one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. You're actually going to read it for a second. Har, 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 har. Like he's going to read I'll it. I'll get it from you later <laughs> when I'm done downloading. It makes no sense. It's live. Would you like I the? Just... Uh, would you? <laughs> you like the World of Warcraft guest pass that they also gave me? <laughs> hey, why don't you read, no. that? read that one? I've got to give one contest. to Phil because he needs one for his dad for some reason. Because he used up all of his. Yeah, these are. This is a stupid way to do it. Everyone should just get seven hours. I don't get it. Like on your, it should just be tied to your BattleNet account. That's your control. 
but whatever. So you, you don't get to play for free online. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Then what does the guest pass do? Oh, it lets you play the game. Let's you play the game. Can't you play the it. game anyway? Not if you didn't buy it. Without buying it. Oh. <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm so confused. He's like, I have this pass and you can play it for seven hours. I'm like, I thought I could play for free if I bought it. I'm so confused. Yeah. Yeah, although, of course, there's now that StarCraft 2 is out, there's all sorts of excellent rumors about how Battle.net's going to Oh, be you hard. heard about those rumors, how they want to monetize all of Battle.net. Well, they've right. already said that they're going to. The problem is, is that people automatically presume that monetizing Battle.net means they're going to charge a monthly fee. And they've already said, we're not going to charge a monthly fee. I thought the, the way to monetize StarCraft was through their uh, We're going to charge you to get you double ladder point matches or something is what they're going to do. Right. It's going to be microtransactions. It's not going to yeah, be, gonna be like their store where people can sell stuff. That, like the right. app style. Right. Yeah, they already said That's... they were going to do so- sold content. But the, here's the thing: they're 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 judiciously culling the content that people bring put up. So, like, um, yeah. if you have anything that even remotely resembles like trademarks and stuff, oh, that has gone. So it's like yeah. everything. So basically, if people make something that people want, they're going to pull it, and what's left is what you get to monetize. Woohoo! So we have to wait for the next Dota that hits, and that'll be the only thing people care about, and the rest will be crap because you can't make anything based on anything else, which is all anybody wants to do anyway. Well, I don't know. I don't want to like my a Mario Brothers StarCraft map or a Diablo uh, 3. Somebody well, made is- Pac-Man, dude, and it's good. It's fun to play, but no, can't have that. But this not that's not like it's unreasonable. I want it to be like Japan where people make fan works and we can actually celebrate that. But no. Yeah, but the problem is Namco would complain. It's not like it's not like what, Blizzard's what, the bad what, guy I'm here. Yeah, I know. I hate copyright. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's interesting though cuz anything that affects StarCraft and BattleNet will eventually affect Diablo 3 and BattleNet. So it's important yeah. to keep well, no, but Diablo three wasn't as much about mo- Diablo. Doesn't wasn't ever a mod game, so it was a hack game. People made hacks for Diablo one. What are you saying? Talk about monetizing Bnet in general, and if there ever was going to be, I heard I did hear something interesting that that I would someone I don't know like a comment said I would pay for a subscription if it was uh, all three games wrapped into one. Warcraft, uh, Diablo. Starcraft and whatever their new didn't Blizzard announce just this week that their new I, that the new MMO was a brand new IP? Some people were speculating a Starcraft. No, event. they announced that last year at BlizzCon. All right, they've pretty much maintained BlizzCon the fact time that, frame. I don't think they said it at BlizzCon. But. Um, they said that it's not going to be Warcraft or Starcraft yeah. or Diablo. Yeah, I remember that. Story. So I actually think it's going to be Lost Vikings. <laughs> Lost Vikings, Vikings in the game. There's a Lost Viking game in Starcraft. Yeah, I know. That's so awesome. But it's just game I to, only. I have to see <laughs> if I still have my Lost Vikings Super Nintendo cartridge. That'd be awesome. I, I totally want to play it now. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, yeah, so enough StarCraft 2, I guess. Um, I did play an RPG mod for it, though. So people are building RPGs. So look forward to maybe something awesome coming How'd out. you get a mod? You just uh, downloaded it? The mods are custom maps. So what you do is you go to the custom map, create a game, go to custom, and you do uh, just turn off the, the drop down, go to popular or mm-hmm. non-Blizzard, and you'll see all the maps non-Blizzard. that people make. Um, and the 
a map doesn't need to be like a traditional StarCraft map. It can be anything, like a completely modded map where they change all the rules. And this one was a single-player map. You could tell it was like one player on the side, and it's called the RPG. Um, and so you <laughs> click on it, and, you, and it was an RPG where you play as a zealot, and you start leveling up and stuff. And you kill little was it actually fun? And stuff. Uh, no, it's 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 a framework. <laughs> it demonstrates how an RPG could work, but it wasn't very fun. It was just kill this monster, kill this monster, kill this monster. Oh, a treasure dropped. You get a wooden sword. Equip it. Now kill this monster. Kill this. And no, you don't see a wooden sword. He didn't have the art assets to that point. But oh. <laughs> it affected. Right. But the, the fact that StarCraft Two has been out for like two weeks. Yeah. And, and he probably together, started working like, on it in the beta, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that someone's put together, like, a functional framework and, oh, yeah. you know, dedicated enough time to get this out and going is definitely very cool. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, I, I was complaining that they won't host mods. Um, the fact is that you can download mods from other sources than Blizzard, open them in the map editor on your PC and click run, and so then you could get your uh, your copyrighted mods and all that stuff. So th- there's there's plenty of way to mod StarCraft without having to go through their store. Cool. Yep. Uh, Chris, if you uh, please make it a point to mention any cool uh, RPG mods on the yeah, cast. Yeah, I will if I ever see any. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> it, that was the only one I saw, and the only reason I played it was like, oh, the, the other the other mods were all like Dota maps and stuff. So, but they were all multiplayer Dota maps, and I didn't have. A but team we really at the should time. move on. You think? <laughs> I didn't play anything else this week, so I got no picks for you. I'm sorry. Yep, we're people. done. Two and one go. Yeah. So, Michael? Michael? Um, I was going to go last. Okay, Anna? No, I want to go last because I want to talk about Cataclysm. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I have an event, so I'm there. What's it matter? I don't know. Just as long as you haven't gone sisters. to the event so, yet. It doesn't matter. Oh, is it, what? No, no, no. The, the Dragon Quest event. Oh. Yeah, I want to hear so about that. Tell me about, about it. it. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Okay, 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 okay. Jeez. So... Yeah, I decided I'd, I'd kind of tweet this because, uh, you know, we don't do enough on Twitter that's actually game-related. So I actually went to Bellevue Square last week, and I was like, I'm going to go to the GameStop. I'm going to see, like, five, maybe ten people. It'll be kind of cool. We'll exchange, you know, have a couple of Dragon Quest fans and be nerded up for, like, 20 minutes and then go home. So I get there, and then there's a small table to me at the front of the GameStop, and there's, like, five people there. And I'm like, oh, all right, that's kind of what I expected. And... I'm standing there, and we're just talking and not, not paying attention behind me. And one of the GameStop people comes over and says, oh, we have to move this table. And we're like, yeah, whatever. We're already boring you. And I turn around, and there's like 20 people behind me. We're basically blocking the entrance to the store. And I'm like, oh, crap. So we, we get right in the middle of the room, and now there's like 30 people, and we're all like trying to figure out how to do it and everything. And they hand out posters and stickers and T-shirts and all this good stuff. And there's actually people from Nintendo there because, you know, we're local. And... Uh, it was great. It was like I didn't have any idea that the inn actually gets better as you get more people into your um, oh, it uh, does? guest list. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so if you wander around and you get a couple people, like the left room opens up and you go inside and you talk to them and you get your maps. If you get like 10 people, a couple of them have to go upstairs. So there's a treasure chest or something and the tables start looking a little nicer. And then there's another one where like that's like the wood version. And then you... Uh, <laughs> Excuse me. I think it's like 20 people. Uh, you know, there's still like five or six on the left. So every time you do it a couple times, you can only get three people at a time. So you get two rounds. You go in, you grab their maps, make sure you've talked to everybody. Um, 
and then you go upstairs, and then there's a couple more treasure chests. And if you open the treasure chest, it's refilled because now you're in this what is called like blue phase or whatever. Hmm. So, and then finally, when you get 30 people, Aaron gets all excited. She actually jumps up and down. She's great. Um, confetti falls on her head. You know, it's awesome. You basically hit the limit, and the bottom opens up, and there you can pick up random uh, alchemist items for uh, four at a time every day. So I get a lot of different items for there. And um, it, the place is all posh and it's got, you know, but aren't like people going to leave gradually? No, they never leave. I thought, they, I thought they rotate out like after so many days or something. I don't know. Oh. But um, no one's left yet, huh? I, had, I don't know because after 30, if you get 31, the, the first one leaves. Uh huh. Okay. So um, I ended up with 62. In about an hour and 45 minutes, including going to eat lunch. <laughs> so it was a big so deal. So did you, did you get some and then go to the inn and then go back to, to searching and then back and forth? Or did you just yeah, search the Yeah, what you do is you, you, walk into Aaron, you walk to Aaron and you're like, I want a canvas for guests. And it was literally like, I would click, yes, I want a canvas. Um, you have to skip all the directions, all the nonsense. And you would say, okay. And you would, it, would like, it would take like two minutes. And then you'd get three slots and that's all you can get. So then you have to back oh. out. It's like, oh, you found three people, and she's all happy. And then they're in the side. And then you actually have to zone out of the room, come back, and do it again. Oh, that's so you awful. have to do this quite a bit. So oh, it's like yeah. Pokemon trading. <laughs> Not quite that bad, but yeah. Was this event, this was Seattle, Washington. It was like, was this the only game slot this was happening? Um, no, it was most of North America. Uh, but was this Although, the only GameStop course. in Seattle? That we're trying to figure out, out are, were the Pokemon people at all the GameStops in the area, or, or the Pokemon people, were the Nintendo people at all the GameStops in the area, or just this one, Mike? Well, oh. there were the official Nintendo people, who were like the ones in the black shirts, and then they were just like, like I met some guys from the Treehouse and stuff like that, who happened to be at the GameStop oh, I'm that's at. cool. There so was this one was the was... big official party then, so to speak? No. no. There was another one, I think, in... Um, was this GameStop like, the closest it... one to Nintendo? Yes. So that's probably part of it. That's probably part of it, but you know, like, um, like a WB. <laughs> Did you choose that one on purpose? I chose it because it was the closest one to my house. Oh, okay. Granted, Nintendo is a stone's throw away, so that's not surprising. You know, but there weren't a lot in the area. I did. I do see that they intentionally compressed it. Like the one in Linwood that I was going to go to was no longer active. They basically made it this one. There was one in Seattle, there was one in Federal Way, and there was one in, like, um, Everett. So they definitely spread it out a lot more. I For mean, people when I first listening looked, at home, Michael is in Redmond. Yes, thank you. Well, they don't know. Figure, figure that <laughs> His out. His address is. Wow. I yeah. can tell you that. I've got that. That's, Thanks. Go to my anyway, house. It's, go to my house and fix my porch. It's um, uh, 8824 um, 71st 2nd. 84th. Are you done? Yeah. That's not his okay. address. Of course it's not. That's not even a real address. <laughs> I love 81st, 1st, 3rd Street. <laughs> it's beautiful. Second. Yeah. So it was great. It was a lot of fun. Got posters, got stickers. I didn't get a t-shirt because they didn't have that many and I didn't want to be greedy. And they were smalls. But, you know, maybe the last one. <laughs> I was really see wearing a small <laughs> Dragon <Quest> shirt. <laughs> Look at me. Yes, I, How many I style points do I have to, now? Yes, it goes to my belly button. Um, 
Uh, I want to go to the one today. You could have gotten one for me because we got shafted for these events. Yeah, well, it sucks you live in a sucky country. Anyway. <sighs> um, so, yeah, it was great. Met a lot of people. Actually talked about a couple of class strategies and stuff like that. I mean, it was mm-hmm. these people were really into it. We, I saw um, at least four people in my guest list that are from Japan and had, like, you know, level 65, 72, 99s. Excellent. Great. And they, they gave me some maps that are seriously just going to kick my butt. Also, if you do happen to go get the Nintendo map, don't expect to just walk in and beat it. Um, I walked in and said, oh, it's a boss. Went and hit the boss, and I had 114 hit points, and he hit me for 297. I said, I'm very <laughs> sad now. So don't just, you know, if you get the nice Nintendo map, don't just expect it to be a cakewalk. <laughs> but I did finish a couple maps, so hopefully I can trade them today. That will be kind of fun. Nice. Yeah, I can't trade any maps because I can't finish them. So I think they're going to do this every weekend. You said no. No, this is last weekend was GameStop. This weekend's Best Buy, and next week, oh. next week it kind of starts going into some gradual something called Simon Mall, which I don't even know what it is, but it's more spread out. But that's supposed to be the third map, and I'm hoping that just someone at PAX will pick that up because I don't oh, have any. Oh, you're going to get it. so many maps at PAX. I know it's going to be sick. Yeah. Gonna end up with like three thousand guests or something. Well, it, but and no, because you won't be checking it that often. But yeah, you know, oh, it's no. funny how this game. What? I was gonna I say it's funny how this game. Go ahead, <laughs> Michael. All right. Well, I was actually kind of thinking that there would just be a group. Like here is where we're doing Dragon Quest Nine swapping, and you would just stand there because you don't, you don't just want to do it randomly, right? Because you know the wireless drains your battery like crazy, but. When this, it was like I did. Um, I did it for an hour and a half, and I didn't drain the battery. But if you knew where everybody was, you were just getting pickups all the time. Right. Okay, Manny. I just think it's funny how this game is transformed from, uh, from uh, Japan to here. In Japan, is this sort of like part of your daily life? You pick up a few maps on the train, you check your stuff, you put your DS away, you check again maybe a few hours later. But here, it's become this this thing at big events now. Well, people yeah, are because it was designed for Japan, not for real people. In the no, world. I just think it's funny now. It's like everyone's like, "Oh, you're gonna bring your 3D." Like, the, now you're packing gear for packs. <laughs> what else are you gonna do with it? I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's, it's just like cool. it's a way to play a game without actually playing it and enjoying the rest of packs. So I don't know. Whatever. Ah, uh, all right, Anna, what do you got for us? I want to talk about Cataclysm. Oh boy. <laughs> Because we haven't really talked is about it. Is coughing part of Cataclysm? Yes. Coughing is it, part it of... It kills I, me. you got to stop that. Uh, right in the mouth. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's terrible because we're trying to listen and all of a sudden... <laughs> we're just, no. Sorry. It's like, sorry. I'm deaf. I, I can't hear what you had to say now. <laughs> I've been are we talking about while I was sleeping? <laughs> Anyways, uh, you haven't played a lot of the beta, have you, Chris? No, I, it's... Because it's Starcraft. too similar to the regular game, and like what little things are changed, I'm, I'm worried I'm going to spoil it, so I won't enjoy so, it when the game comes out. Okay. Well, I haven't been focusing on the 80 to 85 content at all. That I'm basically, I don't think I'm going to play. Right, but my anything. big plan for the the game coming out is leveling a new character with like Michael. Right, and, stuff, so. and I'm planning on leveling a new character, at least one new character. Yeah. Um. So. And I mean, I love leveling, so my focus has been playing almost every single area from 1 to 10. <laughs> all right. So I've played... Are they all different? Uh, or have you yeah, played some... Oh, okay. they've all changed. All right. Like, they're not... 
all 100% changed. Like, you don't walk into the human area and go, wow, this is completely different. It's because filled it with dinosaurs. No. no. Or is it? Is it's it filled so with dinosaurs? Now diamonds. That'd be awesome no. if it's filled with dinosaurs now. You didn't, you didn't say anything like, oh, actually, it is. <laughs> um, you know, if you're a human, you still start out at the little abbey. But um, King Rin is there, and he's like, we're recruiting you. Get to work, soldier. So you feel involved with your faction right away. Okay. And are, so are the, they, they, are the are the first okay are the one to ten quests kind of like um, Wrath of the Lich King quests where it's like we have quest lines that culminate in this big awesome thing you're like I can't believe I just did that yes and no uh. um, they're definitely more coherent than they were previously for you haven't ever played a human but basically for the human area you used to whack a couple wolves and then whack a couple kobolds and then whack a couple defias but there was no really compelling you know, thread of stuff together for this. And now the quests have been rewritten slightly. The order has been changed slightly. You still whack the wolves and then you still whack the kobolds, but um, there's no more defias in the starting area. Instead, there's orcs that have come to trample the farm and they've set it on fire. Screw them. We gotta go kill them. Yeah. So you actually get a, a, uh, a backpack of water and it actually shows up on your back. Is it named Flood? No. Oh. You asked me that previously, remember? <laughs> it should be named Flood. So you go into the area where you previously had to kill Tobias and pick grapes. And now you put out <laughs> fires and kill works. Okay. So it does feel considerably more epic. That's actually the, jo- also- that's the job description of a Blizzard forum moderator, right? Put out <laughs> yeah. fires, kill works? <laughs> no, that's trolls. Oh, kill trolls. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry to do that. No. And what they did is a while back, they actually changed uh, almost every single mob you meet up to level 8 as neutral. They changed them all back. So now you start meeting aggressive mobs as early as level 3. Oh. Or as late as level 5, depending on what area that you're in. Like so right now, they're I'm bringing in the, the tr- war back to Warcraft, basically. Right. They're, they made the newbie areas a little too stupid. So they've made them a little more challenging now. Mm. Um, the night elf areas have the night elf newbie area was definitely streamlined. Um, oh, for example, it the, couldn't get you, worse. Right. I mean, <laughs> you remember that quest where the girl was like, "Go find my friend Ivan," and so yeah. you went over and you talked to Ivan, and Ivan's like, "I've been poisoned. Can you help me?" And you go back to the girl, and you're like, "Ivan's been poisoned." She says, "Okay, we'll go get these uh, reagents. It's flowers and mushrooms, and go kill some spiders for a bit." Okay, well you go and do that, and then you go back to her, and then she says, "Okay, we'll go give the guy his uh, antidote." So you go give the guy the antidote. He says, "Okay, thanks for the antidote. Can you go talk to my friend again?" Okay, so now we are like seven quests later, and you've run between two NPCs for like fifteen minutes. Wow, it's like that was completely yeah. It just it it was completely unnecessary amount of steps. Now it is talk to the girl. My friend has been poisoned. These are the ingredients. Once you get them, go bring them to him. One quest giver, one turn in. Same set of crap. Same amount of experience. Oh, nice. Much better. Much better. Much, so, much, much, so they're much, fixing much, much a lot of stuff then. Yes. I mean, it, you know, it's the, it's still the same quest, but it's streamlined. All right. It's so now I know that in the, in the Worgen area where you start out, right. they integrate the Cataclysm events into the storyline um, pretty heavily. What about some of the other starting areas? No. No. Okay. 
not so much. Is, is it something? Something. Wait, wait, wait. What, Manny? Nice that there's been a cataclysm, like the Defias is gone. Okay. I just want to I mean, make sure about this. Up. Uh, everyone gets the the the, the revamps of all the starting areas right. and the yes. general world. Even if okay. all you have is original World of Warcraft, you will see the one to sixty world post cataclysm. Hmm. You will no longer see the old world that you know has been in the game up to this point. You know, it's funny because I was going to ask you: Is it worth it for me to go it. back and play the old world before the new world comes up? But it seems like no, I better no, no. Just no. wait for the cataclysm. All right, just wait Did for it cataclysm. Twice, it's still amazingly boring. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I love leveling, but I'm tired you of You did leveling. it, and you did it on super turbo mode. Yeah, you did super turbo when I was leveling your character half the time. <laughs> and he was still bored. No, that was Chris's. I leveled yours, too. You never logged into my character. I never gave you my information. No, when we did the RAF, and I was playing all three characters at a time. I, she never logged into my account. Yeah, I did. No. Yeah, you did. I remember that, because I was like, oh, you got the Animod. All right. Oh, that's right. But, I hate uh, Oh yeah, I would follow. <laughs> that's right. I would follow you around, and then I'd like go make lunch or something, and yes. you'd be like, "Oh, we're done." And I'm like, "Oh, sweet. I have a sandwich." Super turbo mode was awesome. <laughs> yes, can't do it's that a 60, twice. Days plus. I know. But if you did do it twice, you'd get a f- rocket mount. I know. Now I get a rocket mount. Woohoo! <laughs> and what? And two what? It's a two seater rocket mount. Two seater rocket mount. It's flying only. I have seen that. It's pretty awesome. It is awesome. The love rocket is better, though. Ah, okay. <laughs> I don't want to love but rocket. Yeah, so I like all the new newbie areas. Uh, I actually I was just playing the troll one last night, and spoilers ahoy, uh, Garrosh does take over the Horde. Well, they announced, we knew that last year. Yeah, we knew that last year. But um, it's interesting because basically you get into the troll area and you do a couple of quests that are associated with your class and just t- general tidying, settling of the aisle. And then you get to go to Vol'jin. And Vol'jin's like, Garrosh is a dick and this is why. And he throws some powder into the fire. And you actually see what happens when Garrosh kicks Vol'jin out of Orgrimmar. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an epic little scene. Nice. I quite I like the fact that the newbie zones are now really immersive. They introduce you to important lore characters right away. You know, it's not like you go to Stormwind at level 10 and at the very back there's the throne that you don't get sent to until you do like a stockades quest at 27. Yeah, but that's not near as believable. What kind of noble is going to visit noobs? You're a hero. He's the king. You're a hero. How are you a hero? You're a level one he's noob. A, but because no, he's, he's any... a hands-on king. He says, <laughs> I'm Yeah, here. every I'm little person who walks through his kingdom is going to get a handshake. Well, you're just think about yourself. You're supposed to be a wild player. You don't care about anyone else. You only care about your character. Oh, right. You're the only one okay, that you notice. All right? You're good. Right. Uh, well, right. think, it, the idea is you're not a commoner. You are a hero. And, like, Warcraft has always had this concept of the heroes that, like, live longer than the, the normal scrubs and... They, they're the ones that level Sea Warcraft 3, for example. So you're one mm-hmm. of those. So you're important yep. to begin with, kind of. All right. Except sure. you're just wearing you're cloth. Yeah, you should be show up basically <laughs> naked. You're like, woo Well, here. I'm the hero who's naked. Actually, that's Have something that's stick. been <laughs> um, Basically, by the time you hit level 4 or 5, you've gotten a complete white set of armor. Ooh. And it matches. It looks very nice. Armor sets for the win. Yeah. 
So, yeah, some major changes. I've played only a little bit of the Goblin starting area, but it is totally Goblin and totally hilarious. <laughs> I can't wait to do that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the first quests that you get, you get a car. Yeah. Oh, awesome. And, they have, like, uh, stoplights and stuff, don't they? There's roads. Yeah. There's roads, but you don't <laughs> like have to stay society. on the roads. And, in fact, it's awesome because you run people over with your car and they go flying. Excellent. And when that happens, they make really nasty comments at you. Like, who gave you your driver's license and stuff like that? And I'm reporting you. I'm reporting you. Yes. So, uh, just the goblin area. The Worgen area is a little tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. Like, there is some sort of in-references and stuff. But, I mean, the, basically the very first goblin quest that you get is to zap the trolls that you have working in the mines because they're not working fast enough. And they say, don't tase me, Mon. Don't tase me, Mon. Don't tase me, Mon. Yes. So there's all sorts of little funny... The goblin area is meant to make you grin. And if you do not come out of the goblin area uh, with a big smile on your face, you're doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. You're really doing it wrong. The worrying area feels more... The goblin area is a lot more relaxed. The mm-hmm. worgen area, you always feel like, push forward, push forward. Nice. So they have two different feels, and I like that. That is good. Because the blood elf area and the drana area feel exactly the same. And you get rocket boots if you're a goblin, right? Yeah! So they've changed the way that um, racials work. You get one starting at level one, and then you grow into your other ones. Mm-hmm. You don't all get them in level one. Okay. Racials are special race-specific abilities for people who don't know. Yeah. So for goblins, they get uh, um, max money on vendors selling. So like you you get or sorry, you get the max discount from discount. all vendors because you're right. a good negotiator. And you get these rocket boots. I miss money, friend. So, so and Morgan started out with a, uh, a speed boost as well. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yep. So both of the new races start with a speed boost of some sort. So Did you check out yeah. the underwater area. Uh no, because I'm not playing any of the higher level stuff. Okay. Right now, right now, just I've been going through the one to ten areas for each of the races. So I, I think the only one that I haven't done at this point is Orc. But all the other ones have been changed. So. Definitely enjoying the streamlining. Definitely want to level a whole bunch of characters when Capcom comes out. Did they fix the Torrin area? A little. Okay, just a little. I haven't delved, I haven't delved really that deeply into that one. That also had a lot of running. It, was very it did. So it's it's the next one. Like, I rolled a character, and I basically ran around looking at the differences. Okay. But I haven't done a whole ton of the quests yet. All right. So I mm. will do that. It's on my to-do list. All right. Well, keep us like, posted. Yes. And thank you for the update. Um, I also have a beta key for that. I keep wondering if I should do more. But like I said, I don't know if I want to spoil more. myself. So I don't know. What? More. 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 All right. No, you're playing StarCraft. Go play that. I know. I have been playing a lot. So I've been Blizzard's getting my time either way, right? What do they care about? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I've got to wrap up because I want to go to this uh, Dragon Quest event. So how about that? Right. Right. So thank you all for listening. I think that wraps us up for this week. Like I said, send us your feedback. Podcasts.com. Post on the board, 608-729-4098. We love to hear from you. 
Um, and uh, we will see you next week. And until then, enjoy your StarCraft, enjoy your, your WoW betas, your Swords of New Worlds, your... What else are people playing? Dragon Quest. Arcrise Fantasia, of And course. your Arcrise Fantasia. And we'll catch you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. That was a depressing bye. 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 Have a great one. Care.